the game's really good. Just the grinding, any of those farming things like that, it's just it's terrible. <laughs> and I may, I did that to myself. I fully know it. I'm yeah. like, you know, you can stop at any moment. Yeah, but I'm so close to the platinum. I might as well just do it, right? <laughs> I already wasted like this much time just to get this far. What's a few extra hours? Welcome to another Dead Pixel, a podcast which we usually talk about video games, if we ever get around to it. I'm your host today, Joe, and today with me, I have my friend, my colleague. You you probably have a friend like this, the kind of guy who eats the tequila worm ass end first. I mean, just completely wrong. And, you know, but here he is, uh, televangelist, uh, QVC, you know, nighttime celebrity, 2 a.m. slot, Nick. How are you doing today, Nick? Well, I'm doing all right. And uh, I just want to say that uh, chimpanzees, they eat the tequila worm the way that I do. So, I mean, I, I think I'm right in that. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's – so I'm not going to back down there. Um, but uh, I'm doing all right otherwise. How are you, Joe? Uh, doing all right, I guess. Uh Yeah. <laughs> I finally got my computer back last week. Oh, um, yeah. So long story short, my computer had been making uh, some interesting noises for the last six months. And like a normal person, I procrastinate. And I'm just like, yeah, it'll let, maybe it'll go away. And it kind of did for a little bit. Um, but it was it was a fan noise. Uh, it was an odd, uh, mysterious ticking noise. And so... It'll be fine. I just got... <laughs> well uh you know it's like so long as it's not you know uh, a pipe bomb i'm fine and so yeah what happened was i was just like well maybe it's the psu um my power supply i've had one in the past where it was uh it made a similar noise and it turns out that there was a uh, like a hard plastic casing inside of it to help block off section some of the inner parts mm -hmm. and that somehow got loose and was rubbing against the fan blade so I was just kind of leaving it, and eventually I wanted to take the guts from my current unit and put it into a new case, and you know, I'd like to uh, maybe make it all liquid cool, do a custom loop, because I've never done that, and I thought that'd be fun. So, you know, I just, and the noise would occasionally go away, and it come back. I'm like, all right, well, who knows? Um, it didn't seem to be any particular reason. It wasn't like, oh, I'm in the middle of gaming, now the fans kick in or something, it's going to make extra. I was like, no, I just boot it up, and it'll start making the noise, and then I'm in the middle of gaming, and it'll just disappear. So eventually that got more persistent and louder. And then another noise came in that it was another fan noise. It seemed like I'm like, okay, now something else is wrong with my unit and I'm not hundred percent sure what. And then I realized, Oh wait, I still have this thing under warranty. Cause I, this is the first time I've actually bought a uh, PC from a, a box store. Oh, and yeah. so I was just like, you know, so I got mine from micro center and uh, it was like, Oh, it's still under warranty for another two weeks <laughs> okay, oh cool, two me... weeks really you really only had two weeks <laughs> yeah, left it it ends it ends like uh today actually yeah, crap, my warranty dude. actually ended today You're so, so lucky uh, yeah well so what i did is i brought it in and uh it's it's a power spec so it's their house brand or whatever and they guarantee a 48 hour like turnaround on it yeah uh and so sure enough later that night i get a text being like hey we um 
yeah, if we figured out what was wrong with it, it's your it was your uh, graphics card. So we swapped it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, well, I'm glad you swapped, you know, like you fixed it. That's that's awesome. Um, so then I went the next day to pick it up. And yeah, they swapped it with a completely different uh, 3080. Well, I have a 3080 in mine. And it's like the one I bought was a came with a uh, Asus Tough uh, 3080. So that one is one of the, at least when they first came out and launched, it was one of the you know better ones you can get. And the one they swapped it with was a, uh, a GeForce... I think it was called Turbo, uh, is is a blower style. So for those of you who don't know, uh, the blower style has a fan up in, in the front, and then the rest of it is in, in, in a case. Uh, and so therefore, the fan takes air in and blows it out the back end of your PC. Uh, the one I currently, or originally had, was a three-fan design, so your traditional-looking design. And I'm like, this isn't the same at all. Uh, <laughs> I do not want this one. Like... What guy? What can you do, guys? Because I, you know, I was expecting something equal to or better than the one I got, not, you know, downgraded worse. Uh, plus, the aesthetics don't look good at all. I'm like, and they're like, well, I mean, it's still it's still 3080. I'm like, yeah, mm. you can also bring your car to the mechanic, and they could swap out your tires and your rims, and then be like, yeah, we took out your old rims, and then we, we instead of giving you back the same ones, we're going to just give you back like these entirely different ones they still the same measurements you know the size but it's it's still different it's like, like i got if, a, if they drop you know i got a blue car with a red door on it it still works well yeah, yeah so but... i was just you know luckily the uh the, the staff was pretty understanding right away but unfortunately the manager wasn't in at the time for the um for that department so i called him later and i talked to him and he's like yeah i was like i understand um like well most people don't really pay attention to that so uh and this is honestly what just the corporate gives us they they just give up give, you know give us the replacement parts or so <laughs> i'm like i'm like well the fact is that turbo i don't even see it listed for sale on their website mm-hmm. um so i'm like you know it's just like there's very few things that are a few cards that are equal to that um i mean there's the asus strix and um like EVGA, the for the win edition or whatever. I'm like, those are all equal to, if not better, uh, than the ASUS Tough. And so I'm like, I just want something at least equal to, like you know. And it's like, so you know, I had to wait a couple more days uh, while he tried to get restocked. And then uh, I I called like he was supposed to call me like on a Thursday. And then he would then never did. So on Friday I called. He wasn't in. So it took forever. Uh, eventually, I ended up getting it back uh, earlier this week. But they were able to switch swap it out for a um, Asus Tough, uh, so I got the same exact type, you know, put back in, and the, that noise was gone. It was great because I um, I laid it on side, I plugged it all in, uh, and then fired it up. I, no sound, sweet. Then I I turned the case upright, and then I was like, all right, and now there's a ticking noise. I'm like, oh son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm like, because obviously you, you lay it down on the side, you replace the parts, you hear no noise. You're like, okay, fine. And then, you know, that's probably what they did. And when they turned it upright, I'm like, oh, what is that noise? And then I'm like, it's a fan for sure. So I started, I started pushing on the center of the fans, bringing them to full stop. I'm like, all right, nope, you, you're, you're working. You are not, you know, like, okay. So the moment I stopped one of them, I'm like, okay, this one, there must be a bearing loose or something in it. So it's just literally one fan that for some reason rattles. But the rest of the noise stops. I'm like, okay, cool. So my in the end, I could have. It takes. It's like an hour drive for me to get to a micro center. Uh, it's it's like 50 minutes to uh, depend. You know, but depending on traffic and whatnot, it's just 
I'm like, oh, I don't want to go there for a third time, we, you know, because I had to go, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, not happening. So, yeah, there's uh, a, the, there's a micro center in Dallas and one in Houston and they're pretty much equidistant away from, from Austin, which is like, I think the Houston one might be like two and a half hours away, but I know the Dallas one is like three, three and a half hours away. So I almost never get to go, but uh, it is nice to have them within like, I don't know, a, a day's like a, a reasonable morning's drive, you know, but yeah, like, I mean, with the, the shortages, the way that they are, it is kind of, um, it's a good thing you're able to get anything, you know, I guess they had to, um, honor the warranty. So they're going to save any, any cards that they get in that they need in order to honor the warranty. But, um, it's good that they were still able to get you something like what you had originally, but gosh, it sucks yeah. that it rattles now. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, I mean, shout out to Leo at Micro Center, the manager for the you know tech department, because he yeah. like said he was able to swap it out for the same. Uh, I eventually got my same card, and I'm like, all right, that's that's cool. Um, granted, that fan don't work, but I mean, it's a it's a cheap fan, or right, I can replace the fans easy enough. And it's true. in the future, like I said, I'm now that my warranty is finished, uh, I'll actually look into uh, possibly doing a custom water loop. Uh, never done that before, so I'm really curious. But it's a matter of trying no now i get to do case shopping and uh i'll have you know i'll probably get a new uh power unit because my current power unit's good for what it is but if i want to run a pump and some stuff i, I want a little more overhead just to be on the safe side uh yeah uh so i'm it's it's that whole window shopping bit until i figure out what i want and how i'm going to set it up uh so that'll be interesting that's my new you know long-term goal i figure it's not probably going to get done until maybe the end of summer at this rate <laughs> oh man yeah if it just I... I hope, I hope one day we will be through this, be out of the wilderness in terms of GPUs, as I've complained about many, many times. But yeah, uh, hopefully, oh. hopefully things will get better before before too long. Yeah, so I I didn't get to play any games until until just a few days ago. So we'll I'll talk I'll talk when that time comes. I'll bring up the game I've been playing. Uh, but yeah, how about you, man? How's how's your time been? Pretty good. I've been really busy. I have been playing some games. Um, a couple here and there. I'm going to talk about one, uh, but I've been playing several others. And um, so I actually was thinking about, uh, about uh, what's going to come out in, in, in February. Um, um, originally, I mean, I'm still excited about Elden Ring and I still want to play uh, King of Fighters 15, but um, I forgot that, Sifu is coming out early in the month on the 8th. So I think I'm going to switch my priority to Sifu uh, first and then Elden Ring. And I might just have to put King of Fighters off until later. But I might, I don't know. Then again, I might buy all three. I don't know. Um, right away. Uh, but mostly it's just a matter of time. It's just like I don't have time to put into those games. But one thing I didn't know about Sifu is that it's going to be $40. Uh, okay. Not I don't think I knew the price point on it. Okay. Not, like not 60. So when I saw that, I was like, Oh shit, that's, I was like, okay, that tells me one that it's cheaper. So that's nice. But two, that it's going to be probably a little bit shorter of a game. If they don't feel like they can charge 60 for it, then it's probably going to be a little bit more manageable. So I was like, okay. So if it's like a 20 hour game instead of a 40 hour game, you know, just kind of cutting straight through it, then 
yeah, I was like, okay, I can be, I can be enticed to play that. And it's also early in the month. The other two games are later in the month. So um, it was going to be hard to fill that. Well, it wasn't going to be hard to fill that, fill that time, but it was, it's going to be hard to fill that time with newer games. So uh, I'm going to go for that. Um, but besides that, yeah, like, oh, did I tell you, oh, I guess I didn't tell you this, but not this past Monday, but the Monday before my battery in my truck died, uh, in the morning. Um, so I got up and it was real fun. It was real fun. Cause I, I drove, so I live in an apartment complex and our mailboxes are a little bit further away. So I got up in the morning, got in my truck, uh, on time for work and everything. And I drove over to the mailbox, turned the car off, got the mail, got back in the car, gung, 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 or click, 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 click. And it, uh, and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I just turned this on. And the, and that's bad. Like, that's like not great. But what's bad is that because I'm a piece of shit and I was only going to be there for a second, I parked caddy cornered in two spots. Uh, because I was still in a hurry. <laughs> and so the truck is, is it, uh, is taking up two spots. And I was like, damn it. Cause now I have to be afraid of leaving it to go, to go, to go fix this, you know, to go get a new battery or whatever. I have to be afraid of leaving it because I'm technically illegally parked and somebody, some, somebody in the park, some security person in the park, uh, can come by and go, Hey, you're illegally parked. We're going to tell you. So I weighed my options. So it's karma is what I hear. Okay. I suppose. Yeah. It's, I guess it's karma, even though, you know, there's nothing to be karmically worried about, but anyway, I you're a piece of shit and car- the world hates you. That's all. I mean, it's be. like, you like to cough and, you know, breathe on people in the theater and then you feel ill afterwards. Um, you know, say, so, yeah, you know, this is uh, every episode. You have something that's like, I- I'm a piece be. of shit. And now the world's biting me for it. That's, that's good. I guess, I guess that's it. Um, <laughs> I can't argue with your logic, honestly. And your car's like, no, man, this is wrong. I'm just going to like, you know, end it. <laughs> but it's so dumb. It's like, why couldn't it just, if it had just done that when I was in my parking spot, you know, as I was about to leave, but no, it had to, it had to do it at the worst possible time. Um, so I wrote, I got a piece, I got a notebook and I wrote, you know, um, battery died. And then I wrote my phone number and then I put it in the window. So I was like, well, if anybody comes by, at least they might see this. But so I got an Uber, got to the the uh, AutoZone, got a battery, came back, um, put it in. Hope because I was pretty sure that was the problem, but I wasn't 100% sure. But I finally got back and put it in and it worked. And I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, man. So, so did you get the old battery tested when you went to or like – or was it just a bad battery or was it the bad like alternator? Was it the charge? It's old. It's just an old battery. I think it's a two, I think it was a two year battery and I was running and I, it, it was like two or three months past warranty. Um, but I didn't know what the battery was whenever, or, or I don't know what, 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 what type of battery it was whenever I bought the truck cause I bought it used and it was like, still a year away and I just forgot about it. Um, but it was giving me trouble for the past few weeks, like not like trouble, trouble, but where it was like, it's not starting up as, as easily. 
And I was like, it's probably just because it's cold. Um, but it was because his battery was dying. So yeah. anyway, but I got that figured out and it was, uh, so it was, uh, it was a big pain, but I have a good, I have a good, uh, job and they're, they're cool with it. Um, I have a coworker that comes in like an hour late, like every day. I think he stays late too, but it's anyway, it's, it's just kind of that sort of place, but yeah. So that's kind of what's been going on with me. Um, it's otherwise it's been okay, I guess. Oh, I'm trying yeah. to move actually. And I, I, <laughs> so man, I've been looking for a new apartment and apartments in, in Austin are quite expensive. Um, so I went, I went to a place today to, to tour it. I got there. I had an appointment for two o'clock, got there. Um, not the door was locked and I was like, okay, finally this janitor guy comes out and says, Hey, uh, so they're gone right now. So, um, like, you know, you're just not gonna be able to see them. And I was like, I have an appointment for two o'clock and, and he was like, yeah, they're gone. I was like, no, I have an appointment for two o'clock. And there was like, oh, okay, let me call him. So then he goes back in and comes back out and says, she had a family emergency. Can you come back at like three? And I was like, yeah, fine. And so I go take a nap in my truck <laughs> for like 30 minutes, come back at three, walk in, the lady's there. And I'm like, hey, I'm here to tour an apartment. And she's like, uh, I have a one bedroom at to tour. And I was like, well, I'm looking for a two bedroom. Um, I was, I was like the, the, I was like, the thing says two bedroom. And she's like, no, I only have a one bedroom to show. And I was like, fine, fine. We'll look at it. And it's, it's not a great, it's not great. It's not, it's not great, but I don't know. I'm going to, so I'm going to, I have, I have a bunch of other tours that I'm going to try to set up and try to go look. I Man, I would. Whenever you have a uh, management who you know does stuff like that, yeah, uh, you know that when sign. you really need help, when you're there, they're not going to help you at all. So that's the way I look at it, uh, for sure. Yeah, I would avoid that. Yeah, like it's and the, the the whole place is the whole apartment complex over there is it's not as nice as the one I live in now. Um, it's an older place, and it's more run down, and uh, they don't have the same the same amenities and facilities. So yeah, but I don't know. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pay more, a lot, like a lot more than what I'm paying now. And I'm going to have to, for, for the same kind of, kind of place. Um, but I've got to move cause I'm like 25 miles from work. So I'm going to move and the, the place I was looking at, it's like two miles from work. So I'm going to save like a hundred dollars a month minimum on gas alone and maybe more. Um, and it's also closer to a lot more cool stuff as well. So that's, that's nice. But just those woes, the woes of, of apartment life I have until March 18th to be out of here. That's when the lease ends here, but I want to move in somewhere March, like, like early March. So I have time to slowly, you know, move stuff, um, a little bit at a time, but yeah, anyway, that's what's going on with me. Well, if it makes you feel any better, uh, my uh I, I think i remember telling you this yeah so i ended up getting a puncture in my car tire yeah and it wasn't just a simple one that thing came through the top uh on the side and then went straight through out out the side corner i'm like all right well there you go 
uh, I'm going to have to replace not only that tire, but if you want to do it right, you should place at least two, at least the two on the axle. And if you want to do it really right, you do all four. And I'm like, I'm currently like 30,000. I just hit over 30,000 miles on that car. Uh, and those are 60,000 mile tires. So I'm like, well, I'm either going to have two brand new tires and then two literally half worn ones. And I'm going to have to replace those in a couple of years. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to end up replacing all four. And that's going to be like, I don't know, twelve, fifteen hundred dollars or something like that. I'm like, oh, well, that's what savings are for, right? Yeah. Uh, kids don't need to go to college yet. <laughs> college is going to be free by the time they get there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of those things that if I if I plan it right, I'll do the thing that uh, I wish I would have done. Or I, I wish I had anything for college personally for myself. But um, uh, my mother wanted to do the stock market and my dad's like, don't do it. Uh, and she's like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. All my friends are making money in it. He's like, the, oh. <laughs> it's like, it's going to go down. Like it's the bubble's going to burst. It's going to happen. It's like all the signs show. She said, no, no, my friends made money. I'm going to do it. It's like, and if you don't want to, I'm going to take the money and do it myself. He's like, fine then we're gonna do we're gonna do it with a calculated risk and that calculated risk was the money that they had for me for college (laughs) (laughs) and like so that they like my mom's like we made that money back i'm like yeah you made that money back like a decade after (laughs) after i would (laughs) yeah i mean like yeah basically a savings account with with how long it took it was it was pretty rough uh so that's why i was like i never had assistance in that front but uh i'll do like if my kids, I hope they, they should be smarter than me. Um, my be. wife, my wealth will see to that. So they'll be if they if they can be book smart enough to get themselves uh, at least a partial ride. Any money that they can save um, that they don't use out of the college fund that I, I'm putting aside for them, I'll let them use on like getting a car during college or getting you know just you know h- helping them out in real in actual day to day life. You know, s- furnishing an apartment or something. Because that money will still be there for them uh, is the way I'm playing it. Uh, but if they need it for school, then it's there. But yeah. hopefully they'll get some sort of partial scholarship or something. Yeah, I mean, I doubt, like, well, it, if they get a full ride, then sweet. But I, you know, I mean, that's that's always possible too. And like, if uh, I mean, if they're not going to be like an engineer where you have to be at the same place for all four years or something similar to that, then you know, um, a community college is the way to go because. It is so cheap. You get all, all the bull crap out of the way. Like if you're going to be like a business major or something, you just go to a community college first for two years and then transfer into a, a, a big four-year school, finish out your degree, save save tons of money. Um, it's not like the quintessential college experience, uh, and but it it's definitely, if, you, if it's between that and like a mountain of debt, um, I mean... As a parent, I'd be like, "I'm putting my foot down, and you're you're doing it this way." Because well, you can you can at least go do the local. Um, it, it may take a little longer to finish college, but if you were to do uh, the couple years at a community college, knock out a lot of your general ed, and then if you're to then transfer into whatever you know, it's a good way to if you don't get your school of choice. Yeah. Uh, if you do a couple years and you do good at your community college, you can then transfer in, especially if it's part of the same like network. Uh, you know, like state programs or something, uh, then you might have to do four years of your actual major, but then you'll, you can essentially be a part-time student if you want. Yeah, uh, and then you don't have, true. you don't have to have the, the worries about, um, you know, having to, uh, work a job and, you know, and do your full-time schooling. You can, you know, if it's part-time school and you just have to do those, you know, the few mandatory credits, then you're fine. Uh, 
that's that's what I know, uh, a few people I know did, and uh, it really does save. But you know, then all of a sudden, your four year quote unquote four year college becomes six years. Uh, but honestly, nowadays I mean, it's a lighter load. Usually five, anyways. Yeah, a lot of people do go five, and it's it's a lighter load. And and if you have, I mean, if if you plan at all, and you're like, okay, do I want it to be four years? Do I re- do I really need it to be four years? Or you know, how is this going to work? Uh, if you really plan it out, then then uh, you can plan for that, you know, and, and, um, also just getting good grades, man. That's, that's the key. Just getting good grades. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can, I can, I can pull my Asian card and just like, you know, beat my children into being good students. Um, you know, <laughs> tiger mom, that shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, my, my kids got my, my kid, uh, my kids got a few more years before they can do, uh, before they have to start learning the piano. Uh, yeah, God. I mean they're not de- they're little they're not dexterous enough, but you know that never stopped Tiger Mother. You know, um, I mean you could do chopsticks. What do you you only need this, right? You know, it's yeah, like, do, 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 do. That's all you need, chopsticks, dude. So that's perfectly uh, fine. You can do it. You can handle it. Get in yeah, there. Yeah. So all right. Uh, I mean, I'll just show them a YouTube video of some, you know, some kid in China and be like, that kid's doing it. Why can't you? Um, <laughs> they might learn that way. A lot of kids learn a lot of stuff from the YouTube yeah. uh, these days. Well, all right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, uh, outside of that and me future planning my children's um, uh, hatred towards me, uh, <laughs> where um, I've been able to watch uh, a few things. Uh over the last couple of weeks, uh, especially since my uh, my computer wasn't working, so I watched the entire series of um, Arcane on Netflix. Uh, so, for those As of you who don't know, uh, yeah, Arcane is the uh, uh, League of Legends uh, animated sh- uh, series, and I'm not sure how connected to the actual lore is on anything. Uh, but I can, you know, so if it's canonical, um, I can kind of see it being canonical to a certain extent, a certain extent, but essentially they're just, it's just an excuse to throw Jinx up as their poster girl. Um, which she always has been since the, the, from everything I've ever seen. I mean, they did the old music video with her in it. Um, she was one of the first. Yeah. Yeah. I remember just watching this music video being like, wow, I didn't know. I didn't know League of Legends. I'm like, this seems like a really good student project. And I'm like, Oh wait, never mind. It's I later found out this is actually part of League of Legends. All right, that that makes more sense now. Um, so, uh, did you, you know, you're the actual one who got me into League of Legends uh, long ago? So <laughs> I tried. It didn't really work very well. I didn't realize. I, I, I remember. I remember when I when I showed you that, and I was like, okay, let's like, because I really wanted something somebody that I could play with, um, you know, pretty regularly. But like when I was showing you, I was like. I didn't realize how much time you have to put into this game before you're you're the least iota of competent, and it's and it's it's really weird. It's it's a weird it's a weird game. It's really boring until you're like, oh, I kind of get it, and then you're just addicted, and then you're like, I have to stop. Um, but yeah, like I, I played, I used to play League of Legends. Played it for like. A year, 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 two years, somewhere in there. Um, pretty solidly got to silver. Um, so wasn't really ever very good, but I did uh, enjoy a lot of the art and the and some of the lore. When I first started playing was like 2014 or so, and they had just did this really big um, uh, 
what do you call it? Uh, balance patch. Well, they did. They do brown balances all the time, but this was a, uh, a retcon that they just did a big oh, retcon. Okay. And so they, they retconned a bunch of stuff and, uh, changed a bunch of lore around. And they had this really nice, like essay post of where they were saying, we're kind of doing this to kind of prepare for the future and stuff like that. And so whenever arcane, this show came out, um, that I heard that they'd been working on it for about six years. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I was like, so that would have been about 2014, 2015, whenever they did that big retcon. And then this comes out. I was like, okay, so they've been working on this since the retcon. I think that's, that's kind of the me putting two and two together there. But, um, but it, it kind of shows cause this show is really, um, really well made. Um, and uh, kind of just about the you because you're asking about the lore. Um, if you play, if you played League of Legends, you recognize a lot of the characters immediately because the main characters are some of the oldest characters. Um, Jace. I was say the character. I was saying the characters were were obvious, but I just want to know like uh, the dynamic of it because um, for. I guess I guess before we get into the character models and stuff, or the individually, I was going to quick give a lowdown on the series as a whole, well, uh, just a synopsis. So it's essentially Arcane yeah. is um, the the setting is there's the um, you have like the upper town, uh, which is all like the like the rich and uh, wealthy, uh, high class society, uh, and then you have to go to a bridge and then go down to the lower lanes, uh, as they call it, and they that is where like the slums are and so it's it's a it's a class the whole concept is it's like the warring classes essentially uh the haves and have nots and it's that is the gist of like the bare bones of what it's going on so some you know and uh incidents happen things ensue technology advances uh and people fight each other that's that's legitimately it but uh of course they end up uh the way they bring into some of the lyric, uh, some of the phrasing terms, you know, like I said, they call multiple times. Oh, Hey, can you say that again? I think I lost you for a second. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like, you know, they end up saying like, you know, sometimes the, the way they bring in their terms, like we got to protect the lanes, you know, like, well, the lanes, you know, like if you'd ever played, uh, it sounds really odd when you say it just by itself, because they never refer to the lower area as, you know, the lanes so like oh but i played a little bit of it so that they i get what they're saying now uh when do they say that oh um the 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 father figure the bartender dude uh, um okay yeah um uh, okay the doom fist but doom fist is from overwatch so i don't know what i don't know what his name is in uh league of legends because i forgot it um but yeah, he ends up. Uh, he he mentioned it a couple times uh, about the lanes, and I'm like, okay, that makes you know, like I understand the term, and I find it funny that you used it. Uh, and so I was waiting for someone to bring in the jungle at one point, but no one ever talked about the jungle, which I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I didn't really catch that about the lanes, because um, like the lane stuff is a is sort of a uh, a gimmick of the game, but they don't like. But like top lane, middle lane, and bot lane are are specific things, and I mean, I guess they could have worked it in, but I don't know. I I, I like past those first couple episodes. I don't remember them ever saying it, you know. Uh, uh, past that, so I didn't really 
stick out to me, I guess. But I mean, as far I can't remember what episodes they were in because I ended up binge watching most of it in like a yeah. day. I think I finished it in like two days. It was, the art was fucking amazing. It was really good. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of interesting stuff about this. Like, it seems the the animation seems like some kind of rotoscoping going on because it's really detailed in a way that an artist would it would be very expensive uh, to make tiny minor minute like flip of the hand details and they don't usually do that and the characters kind of look a little they walk a little bit too too real honestly um so uh so i so i think it's it's some kind of a, uh, some kind of a, a rotoscoping uh but it looks really really good a lot of it where it is purposefully animated is is really really awesome um yeah i mean like i actually kind of found this show sort of boring uh early on i was really bored by it in the first couple episodes third episode um and then after that i kind of figured out what i was watching and i started to enjoy it a lot more and i started to watch it like a live action show because it's slowly paced like that when i was, when I was watching it like an anime at the beginning i was like this kind of sucks as far as like pacing and stuff goes. But once I started watching it like a live action, I was like, okay, this makes more sense. And then when the, the, when there's like fight scenes and stuff, that's where they really make big, good use of the animation. Cause they can go, they can go really hard on the fight scenes and go kind of super Saiyan and it still feels sort of real because they've grounded everything else in reality, but they've but they can, you know, jack it up and make the fight scenes really cool, which I think they they did a pretty good job of, honestly. Yeah, they did a good job with um, animating like explosions and smoke effects, um, you know, things like that that are de- you know, generally pretty difficult to do. Uh, and yeah, you're right. Uh, though I don't know how much rotoscoping would be done because well. Uh, just because their their character models are almost um, a caricature or something like that, because they're you know very lanky and very uh, oddly proportioned in a lot of ways. Mm. Uh, you know, it's very stylized. Um, so I, like I said, I generally really like the animation. I kind of felt the other opposite way though. It's like I was interested in the beginning, and then as it went on, I'm like, I I, I kind of checked out, and that's why I was just like, all right, I'm just kind of I'm just in it to finish it at this point. I I, lo- I no longer care, <laughs> and I was just like it, it had me intrigued in the beginning. I wasn't necessarily always like I was just like I'm curious how they're going to do this. This is neat, huh? Okay, I see the points they're making, and like I I hear the terms that they're using. That's that's funny. And then as it progressed, I'm like their character development, character motivations. I'm like, no, nah, you guys suck. <laughs> like without it, I was like I I no longer care, and I'm just gonna see how it ends. And, like like why yeah. do you think that? Because like because I was like because I was like. I was like, I don't really care about these kids. I mean, I know the characters, I know who they're going to be, and I don't really care about them as, as kids. But I thought it set it up really well for why, you know, Jinx became the way that she did, and kind of the like the the, the relationships that they ended up having. I was kind of like, I wonder how they're going to get to that point. Um, but I think that they, I thought they did a really good job of of bringing them forward into what they are in the game. You know. Um, so yeah, but Jinx, I like 
uh, maybe because I just don't care about her as the poster child for League of Legends. But the way they set her up in this, um, I guess, slight spoilers for like the first handful of episodes. Um, you know, after after she's triggered essentially, and then she just she's so easily like she murder she accidentally murders a bunch of people. Uh, and you know, it's like, and so then afterwards, she like her your quote unquote sister is like upset with her and walks away. And then the, the moment the bad guy comes around, instead of just wasting her, he's like, he embraces her and she's like, immediately she's like, you know, my new family member, boom, instantly, like no second thoughts to it. And then That's the fair, rest yeah. of the time with her, she's like, she's like, I'm unstable. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't care. Well, I mean, it, it reminds me of that Japanese archetype of any, Anytime you see a Japanese uh, story where there's like a battle royale or some sort of like uh, kids murdering each other, uh, there's always that one character who's just psychotic for psychotic sake. Like, I'm just going to kill you and I'm unpredictable. Look at my crazy eye. You know, it's just kind of that's the situation. And she's just like, I don't know, it's a, it's, it, for, for, for those of you who don't know or if you've played Borderlands, think Tiny Tina, but not funny and just more bigger and murder hungry i guess you know she's just you know very schizophrenic uh yeah i think they were trying to meet the character that is the that is in the game um and they were having trouble to get to that point um so yeah like she does that that part i did kind of feel the same way it's like okay uh you know she sort of forgets her family um, at that point early on and then gets, and then gets into like the bad, like in, in with the bad people. Um, and so they're sort oh, of question. like, what the, the guy who raises her, is he an active member of league of legends? I haven't played league of legends in, you know, three or four years. Um, and I, and they add new characters every couple months. So they've, so they probably, so they could have added him and the, and their dad and like the, and like the love interest for Jace. Ever retired people. That's why, because I was curious. It's like, oh, I'm like, you know, especially since you were talking about that the whole uh, retconning things, you know, a handful of years ago. I'm like, okay, that might make sense. If if they ever retired old members, then I can kind of see this old guard being switched to a newer quote unquote newer guard in this in the story. I can see maybe that reflecting the the actual game. I don't think that they've retired anybody yet. Like the way that the game, the way the game kind of deals with that is just by nerfing characters and and buffing characters and like there's only there's only like 15 champions so it's a 5v5 and there's only like 15 champions that are that are viable and whenever they play five of them get banned or or the top five are always banned and then they have a few more bands than that so they don't ever play with they don't really ever get to play with s tier champions they only ever get to play with like a tier champions um so anyway that's kind of a that's kind of a, a tangent but they i don't think that they've ever removed any champions yet so um okay yeah that's not been retired or anything like that because it, like i said there was a handful of people in that series that could have easily been like old guard um i figured small professor man was still still active Hammer Dinger, but- yeah yeah, but both of the parents, you know, the parental figures and even the old scientists, uh, I can I like, you know, I'm like all three of those could easily have been like 
old members or something, you know, like from a, you know, even a prior, if it, if it was something like a, if there was a sequel number, you know, I'm like, Oh, that could have been from a previous number. I can kind of see that or a beta version. Um, but yeah, that's why I was just curious. So yeah, the series itself, it's, well, it's all right. Well, like, uh, I was just going to say that like, like Jace is kind of one of the other main characters and it's like, okay, so I know Jace is, and then, um, and then they introduce kind of his science partner, you know, as it goes on. And then they don't really say his name and then finally introduces himself. He's like, Oh, like, like he's like, uh, uh, he's like, uh, my name is Victor. And then you go, Oh shit. Okay. Cause like Victor is, is, um, definitely on the opposite side, I guess, of what Jace is in the game, which is in the future of this show. Um, so there's kind of little, little nice little moments like that where it's like, uh, and then I was pretty sure like there's a little black kid in it. And I was like, that is probably echo. Cause that kid is black and has white hair and that's echo. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, it's, uh, it's a good series. It's, it's a good series so far. I think I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, to season two. Yeah, they completely left a course cliffhanger opening, like ending there. But I would actually prefer it if they just never made another part and just left it like that. I'm like, okay, that's cool, because it was uh complete, complete, like just bad cliffhanger. I'm like, all right, that's I see what you're doing there. Um, and yeah, just you know, they should just have the next one just be a trailer, just one little trailer, and be like, play our game. Spend you know spend your life here. I mean, I think it's a pretty good. I think it's a pretty good um, attempt at making something that uh, that's not just an ad- advertisement for the game. You know, like if you told me, you know, two years ago, hey, there's a League of Legends show that's going to be coming out. Um, what do you think it's going to be like? And I'd probably would have said, well, it'll probably be pretty good, but ultimately it'll just be an ad for the game. Um, and this I feel like is pretty uh, is pretty much them tr- is definitely them trying to make something that's more like art. Um, I know that the Rotten Tomato score was super high on this. It was like like at a hundred percent for a long time. I don't know what it is now, but um, a lot of uh, critics that I follow were saying this is really good. Uh, so depending on what you're into. I think it's definitely worth checking out um, if you have Netflix. So yeah, Rotten Tomatoes I'm, still still has the uh, average as um, 100 uh, on the actual like their side. The cust- the uh, the audience or whatever the score is 96. percent um, Though it's I never understand how Rotten Tomatoes does this thing because it, it's it's the full tomato, but it's not fresh, you know. So I'm not really sure. I I've read a little bit about it, and I don't remember all of that I've read. I do, I do remember hearing. I think there's a stuff you should know episode that I didn't listen to, but someone told me about, and they basically kind of break down that that Rotten Tomatoes is it's it's a it's a lie, like it's uh <laughs> like it's there that they, they finagle it. Um, Marvel has been finagling the Rotten Tomatoes scores uh, for a long time. DC just started to do that, especially like with the most recent Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman 84. Like it came out and it was like getting really high scores. It was in the high 80s or something like that. And then and then um, a few weeks after its release or right as it released, 
that's when all the bad scores started to come out and it dropped down to the, like the mid sixties or something. So what they do is they, they front load it and they give the movie to people that they're pretty dang sure are going to like it. Um, and then they, those people come back with their scores and they're like, Oh, look at all these awesome scores on Rotten Tomatoes. And then whenever everyone gets to see it, then they're like, hang on a minute. This movie sucks. Um, <laughs> so they've kind of, they kind of play with it that way. So, the, so that is a testament to this show kind of keeping a pretty high score, uh, even among the audiences um, for this long, people seem to like it. But that's also the other thing about Rotten Tomatoes is like, you could, if you could make a movie that is verifiably like a six out of 10 um, and it would have a hundred percent like Rotten Tomatoes score. Cause everybody would be like, well, it's more good than it is bad. So it's good. And then everybody, and then you would have like a hundred percent score, you know? Um, so that's sort of the, the downside of that. Well, I do like, uh, the League of Legends, uh, pop star song that's in Beat Saber. Uh, that's, that's a pretty fun one. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that I also, you know, when you go down a YouTube rabbit hole and you find a bunch of stuff, you're like, and I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, this looks pretty good for like this being this animated thing. I'm like, I hate K-pop, but uh, at the same time, this is actually done really well. And then later on, I'm like, oh, it's a legit thing. And oh, it's League of Legends. Of course it is. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and then years later, it, it became a Beat Saber song. And it's it's actually a pretty, you know, it's pretty fun to play. It's They mimic some of the Beat Saber movements to the moves in the actual uh, song, which is, I found funny as hell. Um, and it's, yeah, it's actually a good song for Beat Saber. I, I I dig that. So yeah, nothing else. At least provided that. Yeah, I mean, like when I was playing years ago, like 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. No, probably like 20, 2013, 2014, I guess. They um, released uh, this like techno, this like technical, uh, this techno album for for one of the characters, and it was pretty good stuff. I mean, it wasn't gonna like it wasn't gonna you know, break your world, but it was like, dang, this is some pretty good, some pretty good tunes for a dang video game. And they also had a, a metal album that they released along with, uh, character skins for this metal album. What was the, uh, I think a metal band that they made up was called, uh, Pentakill, which is the killing all five of the other team members. So kind of had a, had a that's that's good yeah okay. it's like the best thing you could possibly do is, is get a, a pentakill like one character killing everybody on the other team um uh but like they had that as an album as an album and they had like i don't know five or ten songs somewhere in there and yeah, you're they, right about pentakill yeah and they were it was like i remember listening to it and i was like i mean i like metal i'm not crazy into it but i was like dang this is pretty good metal um so they like League of Legends, Riot, um, you have to hand it to them that they really try hard to create a aesthetic of the whole world. You know, they're not just like, hey, play our game and whatever. They have they kind of branch out and they they try to make um a pretty cool thing out of being a fan of League of Legends. It's just too much. It's just too much to like that's f f finally why I fell off of it because I was like, well, I can be pretty shit at League of Legends and that's saying something that's, you know, it can be pretty shit at it or I can play other games. 
Because otherwise, you'll just never have any. I mean, even then, you're only winning half your games. So it's kind of a kind of a thing I just had to move on from. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's enough of that that one for sure. Uh, but it's uh, give it a shot if you're interested in uh, you know, League of Legends. Uh, it's most definitely worth the watch if you have Netflix. Uh, Arcane's so, good. Arcane's good. Yep. Yeah, uh, so the other thing I've been watching, I just it just came out today. In fact, uh, so today, um, our Friday the twenty uh, eighth, uh, uh, we're Vox Machina. Uh, so Critical Role finally released uh, the first three episodes of their animated series, and uh, that was on Prime. Uh, so I got to see the first two episodes of that actually, uh, and I actually don't. I don't actually watch a lot of Critical Role. Uh, I tried listening to their podcast, and it's one of those things that I think it has to be a visual thing. It's uh, I just can't get into listening to uh, people play, uh, you know, any pen and paper like you know D and D style game. I just can't do it. Uh, if I, I just watching them, uh, you know, I've watched a few clips here and there. I'm like, oh yeah, that's really funny, and they're a really good group. Uh, they're a Critical Role, uh, but it's complete for me. It has to be a visual thing, so. I, I just couldn't listen to their stuff. So, you know, a while back, uh, they they did the uh, crowdfunding a kickstart for this, and they completely blew it out of the water. Uh, they did, yeah, they, they crushed the entire, like, all their goals for the most part, and they had to make more up, if I remember correctly. So, yeah, the first three episodes released, uh, and it's, so far, it's looking really good. Uh, kind of has that same... If it's not the same exact art team, it's very close to uh, something along the lines of uh, Voltron. Uh, oh, okay. If, if you've seen, um, also like the adjacent to um, like Avatar, uh, the Last Airbender slash Korra, uh, you know. So, but it's it's very much that uh, American anime style, and it looks really good. It suits them really well. Uh, you know, the, the cast is there. You know, if anyone who doesn't know who Critical Role is. It's a bunch of actors and mostly voice actors uh, who do um, who play you know Dungeons and Dragons together. They you know they're on uh, the internet. You can watch them as they uh, they're really funny. They end up they voice you know obviously they play their own characters with their own vo- unique voices. They give them unique traits and they do stupid shit all the time. Uh, and they're not afraid to. Uh, it's a it's a D and D type game where the dm is not afraid to kill their uh, kill the party so uh every now and then someone will die like and you're like oh my hand did not see that coming uh so that's that's the short you know the, the short gist of it and i'd recommend uh giving it a shot if you if you like the anim- animation style if you like any of the uh look up critical role matt mercer is the one who i'm really he's still i think he's the dm um but he's the, one of the biggest voices there but they're all super there's just so many they're super popular um and yeah it's 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 pretty it's pretty good so far i'm liking it a lot it's uh only watch the first two episodes are half hour each and uh there's i think it's it's releasing every friday i'm not sure how many episodes are releasing each friday if it's just going to be one one additional or it's going to be like three at a time uh, i hope it's more than one because i don't know it's it's i like to you know i just came out today and i already watched two out of the three so yeah um yeah so i really like critical role uh, i don't i wouldn't say i love it because i don't commit that much time to it but um i got into it kind of late i only got into dungeons and dragons um in the past like two years or so uh three years i guess getting close to and 
Um, so I started to watch Critical Role, and that's what kind of led me to be um, to want to go be a, a dungeon master, um, or to kind of understand like how like how the game like really works. Um, so it's really cool for that aspect. But I watched like thirty something episodes of the season of uh, Campaign Two. Campaign three just started up and I've been trying to watch that. Um, and I just can't keep up with it. I mean, three hours a week, it's like three at three hours or more per week, uh, is just so much like you're saying, it's really hard to listen to what I will do with it is I will have it on my phone on, on my YouTube app and I'll be, I'll, I'll try to listen to it at work. So I'll be, I'll be, you know, doing my stuff, listening to it. Uh, fill around, fill around with my spreadsheets, and then if they do something, or if the, it's if I can hear that they're that they're doing something that's visual, I'll grab my phone up and just look at it for like the the three seconds, and then and then I can usually okay, like I understand what's going on, and then I I put it back down. Or if it's a funny moment that's visual, then I'll, I'll do that, and that's that's probably the best way to 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 watch it um, or to experience it if you're going to try to just listen to it. But I do agree with you. Like the best way to experience it is to sit down and actually watch it. You get so much more out of it. You get so much more of, out of like, out of uh, like their, their, their interplay with each other and their little jokes that are kind of silently done and stuff like that. Um, So yeah, like that's, that's uh, it's definitely a tricky show to watch. I was actually looking forward to watching Vox Machina, um, as an animated show. I heard about it coming out a few months ago, but lost track of it. Um, so I'm glad you reminded me that it's out now. Um, but so I will be watching that. Uh, it's it's exciting. I did read a little bit of a news snippet that uh, or a headline that Amazon was only one only network that they pitched it to that wanted it to be uh for adults so i don't really know much about about the show going in um i know that the campaign the campaigns from what i've seen are they don't go out of their way to be adult but they do jump onto adult themes um pretty often uh so it's, it's I'm good. glad you brought this up, actually, because uh, for those who you know would be interested in watching it, but then you know at the same time, um, so when they mean adult, at least so far, it's essentially uh, the very first opening bit. You know, uh, it's you know, granted, you have uh, light gore, you know, like you know, uh, monster murdering people and them turning into mush, you know, like a bloody mess. You know, so it's it's not really like super body horror but it is just you know that kind of flagrant like dismemberment and stuff so for those of you who are younger who like at home and your parents maybe don't like what the hell are you watching but also they swear quite a bit uh comically so uh but like i don't know it's, it, it almost feels really out of place uh just especially since you're you're like you're the time period you know you're high fantasy and then you you guys are like fuck you know like all the time so it it felt it felt a little weird and as often as they did it i'm like okay i'm not sure how much i actually care about this part um and uh the person who's playing um like is it the um the halfling i think or something like that um gnome it's a gnome that's right um the uh 
he's uh he's a bard but he's sitting there like trying to bed someone and so then you see her you see the other person topless you know the female uh oh, so wow. it's it's not very long it's just there so and then you know then they bring they cut away to a bar fight come back into it and then he's like someone's this, the bartender's like what are you doing to my daughter and then it's like then he, you know his head pops up from underneath the blankets he's like you don't want to know and then she pushes his head back down underneath the blankets um so yeah. it's very suggestive that way so it's the first episode is a little, or at least the first bit is just, uh, it feels a little too cartoony, I guess. It's, it, it feels like, <laughs> you're, you're, as weird as it is, it's like, it's more slapstick, I guess, than, uh, you know, in the, at least the opening bit. You know, it's it's supposed to introduce you to, these is, this is the band of people who, uh, they're you know they don't care they're like they, they you know they're not like this noble group of people doing their thing they're like no they're all just essentially selfish rogues who are just doing like they're uh and they they just happen to be together in a party essentially everyone's you know so uh but it's you know the by the end of the first episode and the second episode it's it's decent um i'm curious and i did look it up real quick every uh so what happens is uh, on fridays uh so the next one's uh february 4th then the 11th and then the 18th they're going to release three episodes at a time and that'll be the first season 12 episodes okay so it's going to come out pretty quick then yeah uh i mean it's i think it's nicer to be paced out like this opposed to uh doing the netflix thing and just showing the entire season all at once uh because it lets it it lets you like gestate a little bit because if you binge watch something all at once you kind of forget where one thing starts and the other ends and it's just kind of blurry, but it w- gives you at least a little bit breathing room. So then you can kind of remember the segments a little bit better, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the way that Netflix does it because I almost never have time to literally watch 10 hours of a show uh, straight um, or even a, a third of that at a time. So I usually I mean, I don't even watch whole episodes nowadays. Like I'll watch like 15 minutes of a show while I eat uh, over like the course of five days. So it takes me like, you know, it takes me like two weeks to finish a show sometimes uh, to, to, finish, to finish a season sometimes. Um, so I, I actually yeah. pace it out myself that way. So I, I definitely see your point. But I mean, to me, I, I don't know. I, I, I just like it's like just give it to me all at once. I know you have it just give it to me all at once and let me, let me base it out the way I want. But uh, well, see, I, if, it, if it's a, if it's an existing show, I can see just dumping it all at once. But if it's something that's new, like that's being produced, uh, I, I don't see a reason why I can't be on a production cycle. Uh, I mean, it does help with the fact that, uh, you know, if you have a lazy, after, lazy evening and you end up watching, um, you know, if it's a half hour show, you end up watching like, you know, 10 episodes, you know, just because, you know, between like dinner and bedtime, you know, you've just happened to the last five hours, just be just just left it on, let it go. And you just keep on watching. It. I'm like, it's hard to retain exactly everything that's happened. Uh, so that's one of the things you lose when you binge watch uh, certain things. And uh, I know um, other people who've done like when they wanted to watch like we missed X-Files. We never watched X-Files. So we're going to spend watch X-Files one episode a week um for the entire like and for the entire series i'm like that like it gives you the it's like it's the one day a week um it'll give us something to look forward to on that specific day that we'll make time to put aside just for that and uh it's kind of like a quality time thing like we'll watch that show and then when that series is done we'll do another show and i'm like that's neat 
I mean, do you do the thing like um and like and then I joke and like do you do the thing where you have to watch it the same time and same day that it aired? Um you know <laughs> that's <laughs> hardcore. Like, we tried we tried that. I'm like, well what happens when they when it went from the, the, the good, you know, like Tuesday night slot to like it got bumped to like a Friday night slot, you know? Yeah. It's like do you didn't do you change it then? They're like, No, we just keep it the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean like those shows were kind of I mean those shows were built for you to not catch every single episode because it's like, I mean, back then, you know, you might be doing something on Monday night or Thursday night or whatever when they when they're airing. So it's like, that's why monster of the week sort of worked a bit more back then. You kind of had an idea of what was going on. And then the last two episodes or especially the very last episode of the season where they're advertising it and you're like, Oh, I'm going to make sure I'm gonna, I'm there for that. Cause I kind of been following along with, you know, whatever overarching things going on, I'll make sure to be there. Um, so, but like nowadays it's like you, that you have it on demand so they can uh, make the whole thing an overarching story a lot easier and it's, it's easier to follow. Yeah, though I do admit that having things, uh, being able to binge watch certain things, make certain shows with uh, that are slogs. Like you can skip over the that middle bad section or something like that, and uh, you know get over that you know weird hump, and you're like, okay, now we're on the good stuff again. Because uh, being able to watch certain movies that way too is that you know when uh, when you want to watch a new series or like or the latest of a movie, like okay, well if you do that sick thing like I do and watch the entire Marvel franchise before you watch like, you know, because I, I, I missed the last couple Marvel movies. And then I think it was before the, um, not the most current Spider-Man, but the one before that, mm-hmm. like I hadn't seen that. I hadn't seen um, Captain Marvel and I hadn't seen the last Avengers movie actually. So like there, we had missed a lot. So we're like, all right, uh, we got Disney plus and we get, we have it all in the 4k. I, I complete, I almost blew through my data cap in one month. Uh, because we're watching streaming all this 4K movie plus our normal internet usage, uh, but yeah, we watched it all and we're like, ah, that's the best way to watch, uh, you know, Iron Man two, Thor one and two, you know, some of those meh movies. Uh, like, yeah, you just got to burn through those real quick. Uh, you know, then you got. Uh, but when it comes to something like, you know, uh, I don't know, certain shows are are better, are more well written. Uh, you know, that have a a more an actual nice story that continues story between episode to episode. But when you like, you're right with a monster movie, it, you kind of hit and miss. You can, you know, uh, Supernatural is a good one for that. Yeah. Like you don't have to watch every episode. Only certain episodes will have um, key points in which you have to really focus on. And then you can always just watch when that show in particular. We watch the very beginning, and they usually have some sort of intro like previously on yeah. and then they'll they'll take the snippets like this one's about a certain monster well here's previously on like the first these couple seasons ago you had these couple uh episodes with these monsters now now like oh, okay i guess you're going to deal with a woogaroo because that that's what these previews were about okay so that's you know uh you don't need to catch all of them for that and you can burn through those a little bit easier um but no that's sure. that's just my thought is uh i i kind of like that they're doing small chunks it, it makes it nicer just because you do get to sit around for a little bit longer. You just not like, you know, if it's like having a small snack, if you watch think, one episode, you're like, that's just enough to piss me off and make me hungry, yeah. you know, but now you, you get an hour and a half worth three episodes. You're like that. I'm satisfied. I, I can wait another week. Yeah. I think you can release an hour long show or 45 minute show one at a time. Cause you kind of get enough, but yeah, that's really smart of them to take this 30 minute show 
and release three at a time. So it's like, you know, you're getting, uh, well, it's probably like a 20 minute. It's probably actually like 20 minutes or is it a full 30? Uh, it's 27. Uh, oh, wow, okay. I thought, so like, despite like, so what credits and opening intro. So, you know, 25 20, probably 25. or something. Still, so. that's pretty good. Okay. So you are getting uh like, you know, uh, like an hour 15 or so of straight, you know, story that is pretty satisfying on, on a week to week basis. I think that's pretty smart of them to do that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then being broken up into smaller episodes makes it easier for me that I can just, I don't feel like I have, you know, I do that with movies a lot. I break, I stop, have to stop midway through movie to help, you know, take care of the kids or something. Yeah. And so we, I don't get a full sit down movie experience anymore, period. Uh, and so that's just the way it rolls for me. So this, this works out real nice, but yeah, that's it. Uh, that's pretty much all I've really watched. Um, but how about yourself? Um, anything particular so yeah something i watched uh, that i don't think you've had a chance to watch yet um is i watched the witcher season two on netflix did you ever see the first witcher season uh no but over the holiday i really uh ended up watching a lot of the witcher um the fireplace edition okay. where <laughs> netflix just has the fireplace burning for the witcher and that's it that's pretty um, cool i just left it on as the background uh and it's it's a really nice fireplace though i realized after the first half hour i'm like oh motherfucker that's a gas fireplace that's not even a wood burning one okay you know they couldn't even spring for the wood burning fireplace on their damn netflix <laughs> show um so i uh so i had a chance to watch this um so the first Witcher season was pretty good. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't like it because it's very confusing. They don't tell you what's going on or when they are or where they are a lot of the times. And it kind of jumps back and forth in time. Um, I actually, I, I did find that a little bit irksome, but I actually found it way more interesting because it, kind of kept you like what like where it, i don't know it just kept you more engaged in and felt like you had to watch more of what's going on in order to grab that so um it wasn't quite so spoon fed to me people didn't like it i thought it was fine this season though is much more um in line with uh, a typical show where they do a better job of telling you where they are of course the story is more conducive to that um they're all in the same timeline now or the same everything's going on at the same time now um so the last season ended with uh you know a big a big thing that happened um and some of the characters were all kind of kind of trying to find each other through that season and then this big thing happens. Lo and behold, the characters at the beginning of season two are now split up again, at least partially. Um, and they kind of go their separate ways, but they also sort of start to try to find each other again. Um, and so that's kind of irritating because it's like, I don't know. They're just sort of, I don't like it when shows kind of backtrack that way uh, where they like, like a show I watched in college was, um, do you remember the show Glee about the Glee club? Yeah, I ended up watching Glee. Uh, I have really a mixed feelings about that show. So uh, I, I don't so want to go, I don't want to go too far off into that. All I'll say is that like that first season of Glee, um, was pretty awesome. It was 
it was stupid in the right ways, but it had a lot of heart and the songs were great and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, you know, it was just sort of this kind of drama of the, of the week, this kind of dramedy, weird stuff. Um, and you know, me and some of my college friends would get, get, get together and watch it. Uh, and then the second season came and they had made all this progress in the first season. And then, then when the second season started there, like, no, you're all still losers, even though they had accomplished, you know, a bunch of stuff in the first season. And I was like, no, you don't, you can't just reset everything again. And after that, you know, at first couple episodes of the second season of that show, I was like, ah, this is, this, this is shit. And if I would check it back in on it every couple of years and it was, it, it went, it, it was just jumping the shark left and right. And just made no sense. So the Witcher kind of did that a little bit where they sort of do a little bit of a reset, but not entirely. Um, that they add in some storylines about some elves that I don't really care about. It should have been in it less, but in it nonetheless, and just kind of an introduction and save it for next season. Cause then I would have been like, Oh, okay. So we have a little bit of intro onto these elves and season three, I care about them more and it'd be more fun to actually see where their story went, but they kind of ham fisted ramrodded that in. Um, there's some new characters that they, that they have pop in that are pretty interesting. Uh, but a lot are also not interesting and unnecessary. Um, so it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And then, um, kind of some news about the show is that there's some rumors that Henry Cavill who plays Geralt. Um, so he's like the linchpin of the whole show. There's some rumors. Geralt, Geralt, Geralt. I think they say Geralt. I've always said Geralt. I think they say uh, Geralt. Okay. You're right. They say Geralt. Um, But it's funnier to call him Geralt because then you can call him Jerry. Uh, (laughs) But there's some rumors that that Cavill would be leaving. I think that those have been disproven now or have not been uh, followed up on or whatever. Um but uh, if, because they were, exp- I, I know I saw a couple of articles where they were exploring, you know, who else they would get to play Geralt. And I was like, fucking close this, you know, close shop. Because if it's, you don't have Henry Cavill as Geralt, the show's over. I mean, I'm sure they would try to soldier on, but. How, how, how necessary is he? Because uh, the few things I've seen him in. He has not done any favors to that. Uh, you know, I've only seen him in three movies: uh, Batman v Superman. Uh, um, I've seen him in the the Man from Uncle, um, and I also saw him in uh, Mission Impossible. And all three of them, he's not. I mean, maybe the Man from Uncle is his best role. The rest of them, like he was, is freaking bad. Yeah, I think that um, he's better in this than he was in like the Supermans and stuff like that. I've seen him in Superman. And I saw him in uh, Fallout, which is a Mission Impossible movie, which yeah. he was he was fine in that. You know, it was That's whatever. Why his face is all messed up in Superman because when they did the edits, they had to he had it was contracted to have that stupid mustache for Mission Impossible, and then they had to CG out that mustache. Um, it's yeah, it, his role in in. Fallout or uh, Mission Impossible Fallout was really bad. Uh, I don't know. That's why I, I found it when 
Yeah. Okay. I, it's, uh, that's why when I found him, like, like people are like, well, it's him. I'm like, going to be Geralt. I'm like, I don't really like, I didn't feel one way or the other about it. I'm like, I don't think he's going to be like, well, he was I mean, not really an emotional character. So I was in that, he, like I was in that camp too. And he, he won me over because I was like, well, he doesn't look anything like Geralt because Geralt, I mean, yeah, you can put the white hair on him and stuff like that. But as far as like their body type, it's totally different. You know, Geralt is long and tall and Cavill is tall, but he's built like a linebacker. You know, he's not, it's, it's not the same, but you know, like he won me over because he's really into the games. You know, like, I mean, how often has a, um, has an actor gone and read or less often played the, you know, the, 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 the source material. And he was like, Oh yeah, I love the games. I've played them all. They're like, great. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, I can tell that you're going to give it, you know, your best shot. And I think he's, I think he's good. Um, I think he's good. And I just don't know who else that they're going to get to play now to, to match the, to, to match the role. It's, and I, I mean, it's just, it would just be like, I, I don't think that you can just pop in another actor uh, for the role. I think the actor starts to own that role and it's just, it's just, it's just bad to try to do that. I know like there's a lot of British shows that kind of work around with that um, to keep the show going. And I, and I understand it's, that it's the Witcher, not the Geralt. So you can always just switch to a different Witcher. Uh, there's but more I, than one, but it's not that because it's because the game is all about Geralt too. I mean like that, like the other actors and stuff are good. They, they do that. They do fine. But I, I think that, they should really or try to keep Henry. The magic Cavill. hit him in the face, and now he looks like this person. Hmm. Yeah, okay, that's that's yeah. Okay, uh, I, I if they if they do end up changing him, which I don't think that they will, but if they do end up changing him, I'll give it a chance. But I probably won't probably won't keep it going. Um, they should do what like they did an altered carbon, and then just switch it with um. Uh, the main actor from uh, who plays Falcon, uh, the new Captain America, uh, he's he's in so many things on Netflix. So yeah, I just figured if they're gonna switch it out, they'll just switch it with him. Uh, he'll be in the new Witcher. Yeah, it'd just be him. <laughs> like, wait, the wait, the Witcher's black now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know, the, you know, granted, they switch. He switched skin suits and altered carbon, so it's the same person, different skin suit. Um, that you know, that just, one, the show kind of sets it up you know, for that. And it's like, okay, I, I'm bought into this, but it's the, like, you know, the slap, you know, like you're slapped with a new actor. It's like, well, okay, I guess. I mean, if I really liked the other characters and the other actors, then I would put up with it, but they're just sort of like the lady that plays Yennefer is, is pretty good. Um, you know, she's kind of the second star of the show. Uh, she, she's good, but she's not worth worth watching the show for. I, I don't. I don't think. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of um, kind of the long and short of it. But I, I think they're probably gonna but keep him. Oh, here, here you fine. go. Just get John Leguizamo to play the new Witcher. Just have him swap out Geralt. <laughs> oh gosh, John Leguizamo as uh the new uh Geralt. <laughs> I mean, I guess. 
I guess that would work. Just throw, throw, throw the throw the white mop on his head, and there you go. Yeah, he just uh, yeah, I'm a witcher. I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'll do a thing or something. Yeah, you got any? <laughs> I don't do a very good one, but uh, it would it would be something like that. I mean, um, he's already played the top lanky one. He played Luigi, so he he's been in a video game movie before. He's been in Spawn. I mean, dude, so he knows he knows his way around a video game movie. It's true. <laughs> He's a master, some would say. Um, yeah, so that's all I have to say about The Witcher season two. It was all right. It it was okay. It didn't have the it didn't have the same uh, the same panache as the first season. I definitely think it's a sophomore slump. But we'll see what happens next year. Okay. Well, um, so uh, since I got my computer back, uh, I was able to start playing uh, a game, and I got around to playing uh, the Record of Lotus Wars. Uh, uh, Deedlit in Wonder Labyrinth. Uh, so this one I had mentioned before, uh, being a game that I wanted to be able to play last year, just never got around to it. And I had it on my short list of games I was planning on playing this year. And guess what? I finally uh, I went ahead and bought it. Uh, it was on sale on Steam, but actually uh, it's on uh, Game Pass. And oh, yeah. You, yeah, so it's just straight up available on Game Pass. I went ahead and bought it anyways, just because... I was excited enough for the for this game to actually be come to come out, and I wanted to support you know uh, the idea of like bringing out games like this and franchises that are slightly weird, because there hasn't been a lot of um, oh, Record Lotus Wars is like you know very dear to me as far as my childhood. Uh, it's I just really like the series a lot, and it's my introduction to high fantasy. Uh, but yeah, th- for this game, uh, to let you guys know, it's a uh, Metroidvania style game. It's done with a, um, you know, a pixel art. Uh, so it's you know very well. I think it's very well animated for the main character you're playing as a Deedlet High Elf, and uh, the story is very chopped up. I guess it's like it's. Um, I haven't. I only know from the original anime and uh, the TVA. So the first couple DVD releases uh, long ago. And since then, they've come out with more uh, novels, uh, manga, and other material, other games. Uh, but pretty much none of that ever stuff ever came to the U.S. Some of the manga did. Uh, so I'm not really too familiar with any of the stuff outside of that. So it's uh, they give they feed the story bits and pieces throughout. And so at the very end, it kind of ties it together. So even if you didn't know the series, uh, you can kind of p- figure this the main part out but unfortunately it does do a little bit better to at least have seen like a couple episodes of the anime just so you're like oh all right these are some of these other people but that's honestly trivial it's like it is the most non-story there is it, you're mostly just playing it for the uh the gameplay the metroid like you know level is where you're running around you get new power-ups you go back and you unlock stuff and uh as a whole i like this game it's you know it's outside of my biasness. Uh, my biasness. I really like this game, <laughs> but it's there's there's a couple flaws. I mean, I would say for those people who uh, are used to uh, a Metroidvania style game, and if you played something like, um, oh, what was it, uh, Bloodstain, uh, you know, which is uh, was it Igor Igaraki? Oh, I can't remember the name of the director, but anyways, the same guy who did uh, do the old Castlevania games. He like Bloodstain was a, was one of the most one of the best versions of those um that in a long while uh, i can't you know like compared to that this doesn't hold up um 
and but I also say the budget is completely different for those two games. Uh, you know, and that's that's the thing is Bloodstain had a huge kickstart, and this game is like a handful of people. The credits are so darn short; it's crazy. Oh, wow. um, so many, yeah, so many overlapping names. Uh, like their name overlaps for like music and this and that. So those it's it's a really small team, and uh, the level designs. Uh, fun interesting uh they what i'm you know essentially they have a couple neat mechanics and they stick through the entire game uh it's there is some hidden stuff and some explore you know real exploration but none of it is that difficult there is one that's like huh i wouldn't like uh i had to look up because i was like i i know there's a hidden room here there has to be something hidden there but i can't get to it and then it's like oh you have to do this thing i'm like Oh, that's dumb. There's no hint to that. Like I couldn't figure. Like I wouldn't have figured to to do that thing there. But okay, whatever. Um, and essentially, it's it's not that difficult of a game. Uh, I would say this is almost a, a Metroidvania light game. It's just because as far as uh the challenge, there was a couple enemies that were a little more challenging, but it's mostly the bosses. You know, once you figure out the boss uh pattern or maybe what they're weak against, you can kind of spam certain things to cheese your way through uh and i was like all right uh but it was just you know it's one of those things that if you know it's a great game to play while listening to a podcast you know just you can multitask and kind of just zone out and enjoy your time doing something you're completing a map you're you're going through and it's just it's nice to have that completion uh vibe to it as well uh i think like i said i think the sprites were animated pretty well uh the, the jump animations and like just the dodge uh, they have they they have the uh, a la carte back step you know which is uh you know very anyone who knows it is just literally you jump backwards but this almost feels like a very similar it's you know a, a rip off of it essentially uh but yeah they do uh, the right type of power-ups uh you get a lot of weapons in the game uh, i haven't even dabbled with that many you know you could do you have a shop where you can buy more uh, I didn't think that was actually necessary. I bought a few in the beginning. Then I realized, oh, I'll just in the next area, I'll just find something that's better. Uh, so it's kind of almost a money's like a moot point. Uh, so like I said, I, I think it's an it's I think it's a good game. I think it's all right. But it's just the. Uh, if you want something more real, like really challenging, really like hardcore or anything like that, this is not for you. Um, it does some of the same stuff in the end where if you if you want to try to trophy hunt. Or you know, get those achievements. You can you you can grind to try to collect all the weapons or do this or that. And I'm like, that's never really been for me. Um, I think I I had this, you know I like the fact that I think I beat it in I don't know seven hours maybe. Okay. Uh, seven eight hours. Yeah, it was it was a shorter game. I I beat it of course like three or four game sessions, and um, yeah, that was that's really all there was. I mean. I like the fact that it was a shorter game. It wasn't that expensive, uh, 15, 20 bucks or something like that. And like I said, since I bought it on sale, but if you have it on game pass, you know, if you have game pass, I'd recommend just go ahead and give them that a shot there. And yeah, I, that's, the, <laughs> there's not really much else to it. Uh, you know, it, it provided me with some, some lore for the later stuff in record of Lotus. And I personally enjoyed that, but honestly, if you didn't have experience with it, yeah, it's showing here that I have 8.3 hours played. Uh, but I know some of it was idle because I had to leave it running while I quick helped out with my, you know, uh, with one of my kids. And 
So just, you know, so I'd say, you know, eight hours is giving it. And I, I hundred percent of the map. So I went ahead and explored everything I could with that map. I didn't collect all the weapons though. I mean, when it comes to steam games, um, I'm not really big on collecting steam achievements because most of that you can, you can just hack your way through. Yeah. For some reason, I'm, if it's, if it's a PlayStation game, uh, I'll go through the effort more. Uh, my brain just is broken that way. Uh, Bloodstain. I, I went ahead and beat that game. And then, because I had done like 90% of it or whatever. I'm like, I'll go ahead and grind these stupid enemies and uh, to get the, to get the collecting uh, trophies and stuff like that for it. And I'm like, yeah, this game sucks. Uh, the game's really good. Just the grinding, any of those farming things like that. It's just, it's terrible. <laughs> and I may, I did that to myself. I fully know it. I'm yeah. like, you know, you can stop at any moment. Yeah, but I'm so close to the platinum. I might as well just do it. Right. <laughs> I've already wasted like this much time just to get this far. What's a few extra hours. Um, <laughs> uh, so do you think this game would be good on switch? Uh, yes, it's actually on switch. Um, and it's totally, uh, I, Without having my PC, I haven't been able to play anything really. And then being stuck downstairs, uh, it's also on the PlayStation, I believe, or it's supposed to be coming out. Um, I know it's on Japan, the Japanese release. They should they they should be on the PlayStation. Uh, but yeah, I thought like yeah, that would be really nice. Um, yeah, it doesn't use any, especially for the Switch. It doesn't use any real trigger buttons. Um, it's or it doesn't use a whole lot of the the shoulder buttons. To you know, you use uh, R one or whatever the front trigger button. Um, to switch between uh two different magic styles you have essentially wind and uh, fire so you're switching between those and depending on the enemy's elementals and stuff like that you can regain magic it's it's a fun mechanic where if there's fire on the ground and you can switch to your fire elemental and go through it without taking damage but not only are you not taking damage you're absorbing um that fire ability and it's helping you increase your mp so if you're low on mp uh you don't have to take a potion or anything like that you can just go ahead and start draining uh that fire i mean the fire is still there but it's just that you're that it's essentially giving you a free health boost uh and it has some neat mechanics where it lets you switch between because uh, you can power up your fire and uh wind to level three essentially so the more it's like a combo meter something like that you do enough damage uh, it boosts it up and that makes it your base attacks stronger because whatever elements you have equipped to you will do that weapon will do that element damage. Uh, so if you have your sword, uh, you'll see like wind wisps coming out from your sword a little bit. And, you know, if you're fighting an enemy that's strong against uh, wind, then you can just switch to your fire ability and you can spam your magic. And then if they happen to be using fire damage on you, then you just switch to your fire element when that fire hits you. And you're like, yeah, free MP. So I think because of that, if you know how to juggle your stuff real well, it becomes real easy. Um, so I was fighting against some major bosses and then they'll do this sweeping like wind attack. And like, OK, cool. I'll just, you know, you equip your wind, Ellie, and then you're just you know, spamming your magic. And as your MP is going down, you're taking wind you know what you know the wind damage but you're not getting damaged and then your mp is just automatically going up uh and then if you do actually take damage you can um switch uh your your number will go down for that elemental but then you can switch to the the one that you do have maxed and then you're getting free it literally just gives you free hp uh as so, so long as you have your uh elemental at three so it's it's like it's a real quick combination uh, it tells every time you're fighting different enemies, it'll tell you what they're strong against or what they're weak against. 
Uh, so it's like if they are, uh, it's a six-sided die. So it's like this person is a six to fire. That means they are impervious. You know, like so if you do any fire damage, it's just like a constant guard. So okay, you have to switch it up. Uh, but if there are a one to fire, that means you know, just do heavy, heavy damage. So one of the one of the later bosses was like, I'm, they're weak against wood. Well, I don't technically don't have a wood magic, but you have a bow, and your bows use magic. And I happened to find a a, a bow that fired that gave wood. Uh, it said it didn't matter what what magic you had equipped, it would do uh, wood damage. So I just equipped that thing. And I just started spamming from across the map. Every time he closed the distance, I would maneuver around him, run to the opposite side of the map, and start spamming it again. He threw down fire on the ground like napalm. So I, I switched to my fire Ellie, standing there in fire, gaining my free MP, uh, boosting up so I can fire more arrows. And I was, just, I was just laying it down, and I ended him real quick. I'm like, I feel really bad about that. I don't know. It just it's like broken, but like you know, it has to be broken, and it's just yeah, it's kind of that's kind of cheese. You know, it's uh, you're, you're cheesing it, but. It's that's the game. But I'm not that's doing any, like fault. I'm not doing anything weird like in um yeah. Bloodstain. Bloodstain, you invert the whole level and then you can cheese some of the bosses that way because they can't come and hit you. Um, but that's like you something just, you have to be thinking a little bit outside the box for. Yeah, you're dude, right. this is all straight up what's given to you. I'm like, See, I'm like, there's no way the people testing the game wouldn't have come across this. Yeah, you know? that's just you know game design um, problems there. They probably knew about it, and they, like you said, it was it's a small team that is in the credits, and they're doubling up on on uh, on jobs. It sounds like so they probably were like, "Well, it's not broken as far as like you can complete it, and it's sort of fun, and it's not annoying, so we can't fix that." I, I consider it a competent indie game for the price. It's not, you know, it, it's uh, other games do it better, uh, and they're more they have more polish. Once again, I never expected this game to come out to the U.S. Uh, and for the for the price, I I think I had a fun time with it. I enjoyed it, and I had a, a good time enjoying you know playing it. And uh, I would recommend if you are if you want something that's not that difficult. Uh, I mean, like I said, I think one boss I died like three or four times on it, uh, and then I find kind of you kind of figure out the pattern. And then yeah, all right. That's but that's how most of these Metroid you know Vania style games go. If you have a particularly difficult boss and you, know, you can make things more challenging for yourself if you wanted to uh, set up, set your own limitations. Yeah. But honestly, it's just I didn't see a need for it. I completed it and I enjoyed my time with it. So, uh, yeah, it's got a pretty it's, good. It's on, uh, it's on Game Pass, so give it a shot if you know it's free. Essentially, if you already own Game Pass, it's got a pretty good uh, rating on Metacritic. I forget what it was, but I I think I saw it was like eighty seven or something like that. Um, I don't remember what it was, but it was high. And I was like, oh dang, people are are liking it who are playing it. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad it came out for you. I'm glad you like it. Um, I wish I had time to play it. Uh, uh, it's a 93% on steam out of 4,490. That's pretty uh, good. It's pretty dang good. Um, I would have liked to play it before the podcast. I may still try to play it. It is, um, out on switch, like you said, but, it's uh there is a physical release for it in Japan, or I think the Korean there's a Korean release or something. Anyway, it has it has English support on it, so um it's expensive to 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 get it from there. But um I do want to fill my shelf with more Switch boxes. So if I do decide to play it, I'll probably shell out the money and uh, support a game that you like uh, from a from a uh, 
uh, a property that you like. But uh, I wanted to seeing. buy the physical version of it. Um, it was one of those things that, generally speaking, when those uh, when games like that come out, uh, in uh, there they never make it to the U.S., but they have English support. It's generally it's the um, like I think it's just considered the Asian release. Yeah which generally targets more of Southeast Asia and like Hong Kong and stuff because uh, English is more relevant there and it's easier to do English than it is to uh, specifically localize to their uh, whatever country you're at. So that's why it's, um, oh, you'll, yeah. you'll get that a lot with a lot of Japanese games like dating Sims and stuff like that, or um, visual novels. They'll, they'll go ahead and make a, uh, a Jap or an Asian release uh, as a lump sum and they'll have English like menu support at the very least. Yeah. So like in, like if it's like, well, we're going to release this in Indonesia and there's like nine different main Indonesian languages, not to mention all of the dozens of dialects and stuff. We're just gonna put it out in, in English <laughs> and yeah. then they can sort it out from there. That's yeah. That, 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 that does make sense. Cause it's probably pretty hard to get it into Indonesian and Vietnamese and Cambodian and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I'm, I'm, I might try to do that. Um, but, uh, there's a lot, of, there's a lot to play right now, so we'll see. Yeah. Like I said, um, go ahead and I don't feel bad about giving game pass a shot and that see, see if you're in it to dip your toe. And if you like it enough, you know, you can always buy it at the back end because you've, you know, to have it up there on the shelf. Uh, I, I really tempted, but I just, I, if it ever has comes out to the U S then I'll pick up a copy, but to import, um, if I'm going to start importing that, I'll start importing a bunch of other stuff. And that's just a rabbit hole. I can't go down. Yeah. Cause <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go down that, go down that rabbit hole, but like, uh, I mean, to your point, playing it on game pass is a vote, uh, in the, in the positive, you know, you play it on game pass, you and a bunch of other people, obviously, but they see that's one more person that's playing it you know, all the way through the completion or whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, people out there if there's ever a game that you want to support then you know don't feel like you just have to buy it um just playing it uh they see those numbers and they go okay there's there's definitely uh people who are enjoying it and and enough to to play it a lot so maybe we'll make another one mm-hmm. all right um uh, that's it for me though so hopefully next week um uh, now that i got my pc back i'll be able to uh, hit up a few more games than just one so how about yourself though what have you been able to touch so i've been playing this game came out in 2018 i think called moonlighter it's a it's, a, it's like an indie game um i've been playing it on switch um so this game uh i think made a lot of sort of game of the year lists um not obviously like top game of the year but uh pretty high on some lists back then um so this game is essentially you are a boy a young hero whose family is gone now your one father or whatever died and um i think that's kind of how it goes something along those lines and you uh you inherit this shop and then um the shop sells like dungeoneering type goods so heroes come into the shop and buy equipment and then they go out and uh fight in the dungeons and fight monsters and stuff like that so that's your job during the day but at night 
you um, uh, put on a backpack and you go into the dungeon yourself to find loot and stuff. So you uh, you fight monsters, you find loot, and then you teleport back to um, the town and you put out all the stuff that you found in your shop. And then, and then the day comes and you open your shop and you sell the loot. Um, so it is... It is really good. It's a really good game. Um, Isn't this game, uh, if I remember correctly, it's it looks kind of like um, a Zelda, like the like NES Zelda style or Super NES, like that that kind of uh, top down, uh, you know, gameplay. So like, yeah, Link to the Past. Yeah, it's like that. It's a it's a top down kind of a pixel sprite type game. The art in it is good. Um, it's as detailed as it needs to be and uh in certain places and uh it's it's good it like it has a good aesthetic to it um the the combat is pretty similar uh as far as i can tell you have like a sword and shield but then you also have a spear which at the beginning they just give you a broom um so it's it's kind of funny for that um you have potions and stuff you have a roll like a like a dodge roll I don't think there's a dash really. You can charge and kind of dash with, but it's more of a, like a spear type dash than a, like a dash out of the way. Um, but uh, yeah, so, or like a, like a, like a double forward or something, something like that. It's not really like that. Um, but uh, it's the, the, the combat in it is, is pretty good. I have been playing it on hard I don't know what possessed me to switch it from normal to hard, um, but I've, I'm about five hours in, and I am not nearly as far as I probably should be. I think the game, or uh, how long to beat, says that you can beat the game in about 12 hours if you just uh, spear through it, um, and I'm not anywhere near like that, that point, um, the, the point that I should be at, so... I don't know, I but I've been enjoying it, even though it's on hard mode. It was really difficult at the beginning, and I've kind of gotten to a point where I have enough gear and I'm powerful enough to where I can uh, make it um, further into the dungeons and stuff like that. But but the loop in this game is really, really perfect because you do this dungeon and you're fighting and stuff, you get the loot. If you fuck up, then you only get to take back like a, a very few amount of items. Um like if you if you die in the dungeon, then you only get to take back a few uh, amount of items. But if you get to a point where your backpack's pretty full, then you can teleport back for a cost, and then um, and and then uh, you, you're better off. So the game kind of makes you gamble with that because it's like, man, I'm super low on health, but I like stuff some room in my backpack, and I know there's some good stuff around here because um, I have definitely gotten to that point and then kept going and then died. And I just like <laughs> scream fuck <laughs> like really loudly. And it makes me so bad. Uh, but then I'm like, dang, I got to do it again. Um, so you come back from the dungeon and you, you go to your shop and uh, they just give you like one table to begin with, but you can actually expand your shop out with different upgrades. Um, and uh, there's different, like like people come in and then, you set the price. The game doesn't tell you the price, but you set you set the price, and you um, f- 
figure out whether or not it's too low or too high or way too high or just right uh, by the reactions that you get from, from, from your patrons. So it's possible to, and I've done this several times where I set the price on an item at the beginning. I set it too low because I have no idea what it's supposed to be. And the person's like, whoa, this is a really good deal. And they come and buy it. And I'm like, ah, shit, I just lost money on that. Um, and vice versa and stuff like that. So it is a, it's really a great melding of two totally separate mini games that feed into each other really, really well. Um, and then there's like, you know, upgrading systems for your weapons and stuff and enchantments. And then you can upgrade different parts of the town as well to get new, like, uh, to get new different stuff. Um, all in all, it's a really fantastic game. On Switch, though, um, you know, in-game it runs pretty f- fine, I would say. Uh, I've seen a little bit of stuttering here and there, but it's not too bad. The problem is loading. Um, when you load into a dungeon, it takes 20 seconds, 30 seconds, which is a long time. When you come out of a dungeon, it takes about the same amount of time. But, like... So, you know, that at the beginning, I was like, dang, this, this really sucks. But I was dying a lot. I was, I was dying a lot. So I was getting booted out of dungeons and having to go back in, you know, pretty often. But if you're not a shitty player like me, or you play it on an easier mode, then you're probably in those dungeons longer. So it's longer between load times. It's not, it's not as bad, but, um, but otherwise it'd be a pretty damn perfect switch game. Um, I don't know how much more I'm going to get to play of it. I do like kind of turning it on, having a session, uh, right before bed for like 20 minutes. Um, usually ends up being like 40 minutes cause it's, it's a pretty dang fun game. Um, so it's, it's great for that. I don't know how much longer I'm going to play it though. Cause there's lots of good stuff coming out, but definitely enjoy my time with it. Really cool game. Yeah, uh, it looks like uh, for all the consoles, it, it on Metacritic here got like low 80s. So like PS4, 81, um, the Xbox One, uh, 84, Nintendo Switch, 83, um, iOS gave it an 88, and PC gave it a 74. So, right. but as a whole, it yeah, I think on PC there's just so many more games on the similar vein, so it's a little more difficult to you know judge. Guess, yeah. Um, so there's a lot more competition in that space while the iOS, I feel like there's less competition. So that therefore like, you know, things like this are more novel. Uh, hence the reason I gave gave it the highest score. That's at least my, just my ballpark guess, but all the consoles, you know, you're looking at, you know, 81, 84, 83. So that's, you know, really tight knit group. So, you know, obviously it's, uh, you know, a solid game. Yeah, it's, it's definitely solid. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it kind of drops off toward the end or whatever. Um, but um, I could have sworn I saw higher than that, but I guess they were probably pulling early uh, Metacritic ratings for the some of the stuff that I saw because I feel like I saw like 90s, but I guess that was probably early on. I'm, well, I'm also on uh, the wiki page, which has a link to like, so I'm, I'm not sure how, you know, it's the uh, aggregate score. So yeah. I'm not really sure. Well, but anyway, yeah. I, I definitely... Uh, enjoy it and it's i mean i got it for like i I think it's on game pass right now i didn't know that or it wasn't on there whenever i bought it but i bought like the complete ultra edition or whatever for switch for like 
less than eight dollars. I think it was seven and change. And uh, anyway, um, it's totally worth it for that. But but uh, definitely worth a try uh, if you don't want to pay any money. Um, I'd plan it on uh, Xbox Game Pass. All right. So now uh, this is uh, kind of a workshop in progress. I would like to uh, have this thing to go out through. Like um, I'm going to propose something to go from now till you know at least until we're, we feel like it's done, or you know just throughout the year, uh, where uh, we're going to go ahead and try to recommend uh, you know a game to one another. And, you know, it's a, you know, uh, I want you to play this and you haven't gotten, you know, you haven't gotten around to playing this. You really should. You know, this is a hot, something I would recommend to you. Also, uh, in the future, I would also like to do throw down like a challenge. You know, I know you dislike this kind of game or you, you know, you, you normally wouldn't play this, but I challenge you to, you know, to go ahead and give that a shot. Uh, so right now I'm going to throw down a, a recommendation and I want you to pick between uh, three genre of game. And depending on the genre you pick, uh, I'll let you know what game you get saddled with. Uh, so, you know, you get to pick between a an open world GTA uh, like game. Uh, you do a, a third person, uh, you know, I guess it'd be action adventure kind of. Or a Metroidvania style game. Okay. So out of those three, uh, what would you be most interested in? And if, and the Metroidvania would not be uh, the record or Lotus Wars. Just heads up. <laughs> okay, because I was thinking that's probably going to be that. Which I was, you know, I was like, okay, I, I would play that. Um, you know, I I don't know. Let me let fate decide. Um. Damn it! Damn it all! We're gonna roll the dice. Okay. So I'm gonna roll a six-sided die. One and two will be the first one. Three and okay. four the next. On and on. Five. So that's gonna be all the right. third one. So Metroidvania. All right. Um, if I remember correctly, you never, you only got to play a little bit of Guacamelee, right? I played to the last boss. Oh, did you really? I played up to it, but I never, oh. but I didn't beat him because it was hard okay. and I just bounced off. <laughs> okay, then never mind because that's I could have sworn you never got around the. Fit, uh, to, I thought you only touched the beginning of that game. All right. Do I need to reroll? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, reroll for the first two. Then I mean, that's you know, I, I have another Metroidvania style game that might work, but. Uh, I I want to save that for later for you. So, okay, two. So this would be uh the very first one. All right. Uh, that's going to be uh my one of my personal favorites. Uh, Sleeping Dogs. Okay. Yeah, I have turned on Sleeping Dogs before. Uh, but yeah, never never played more than thirty minutes of it. So I've always wanted to play that. So and I own that. I believe. I guess you probably picked the picked this based on that. Um, I knew that you had access to it through my library at the very, the very least. least. Yeah. And so um, I wasn't worried about that at all. Okay. Uh, I knew you, I knew you'd be able to, uh, that's another thing is I'm trying to pick games in which uh, 
you don't actually have to shell out money for. So it's either that's on your, you know, on your Steam backlog that say like next to no time played, or it'll be uh, something that I know I have on mine. So yes, for the uh, for the, my first recommendation, I'm throwing down, uh, you know, Sleeping Dogs. I personally really like this game. This is one of my comfort food games where I go back to every, you know, every so often. I've I got the uh, platinum. Uh, both on the PS3 and the PS4, uh, I I have I own it on the PC as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I like this game all around uh, quite a bit. It's you know yeah, people, has a good story. Yeah, uh, people love this game. Uh, it's been talked about for for years. People are always sad that they're that the that the studio broke up or they couldn't make another one or something like that. And yeah, they, they um, closed down the studio. That was uh, a, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely am excited to play this. Honestly, um, I wanted to play it for a long time, and now this is a good excuse to play it. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Emma Stone is in this game. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's funny because it's one of those things that you can see if they had more of a budget and more of a time, how they would have flushed out a lot more things. Uh, so certain things are a little truncated. I mean, I said by no means it's a perfect game, but as far as a, a GTA uh, like game, this is probably one of my favorites if not my favorite yeah uh so it's it has um this was done also around the same time as um i think square square enix had a part in it so therefore it has certain mechanics like yeah the car car hijacking from just cause where you can just jump from in a car chase you jump you know surf jump on the hood of your car and then jump forward to the following car uh super stupid uh but the fighting and uh, the the melee combat is all uh based off you know like the old hong uh hong kong uh, kung fu films uh you got interactive uh environments you can really mess people up in a, a very gruesome ways uh the shooting is actually pretty solid for you know especially at the time uh that was, that was the problem is a lot of those Grand Theft Auto just had really terrible aiming and shooting mechanics. And so this one was not the best, but it was far better than any of those, especially at the time. Uh, yeah. And I, I learned uh, some of the uh, Cantonese I learned. Uh, I had a buddy in Japan who was uh, from the, you know, he, uh, he had his family immigrated to the U S and so he was teaching English as an American citizen, uh, but his whole family is from Hong Kong. And so I, I'm like, yeah, I know a little bit. I, I, I spouted off some of the stuff. He's like, he laughed so hard. He's like, how did you learn all these bad words? I'm like, I'm like, I learned it from this game. <laughs> and he just thought it was, he told his, he told his, he told his mom and his grandma, like when he talked on Skype, he's just like, yeah, my buddy, he's played this game and he learned all these bad words from that. And like, he thought it was just the funniest thing, uh, which I, 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 yeah, I specifically, remembered some of that stuff you know i played it enough and it's it's hilarious um like i said i hope you like it uh it's it's like i said it's a solid i think it's a really solid game uh if you have any questions for sure but then next time we meet up uh and when you're hosting i figured you can throw down a recommendation to me and you know it'll we maybe not have to touch back you know there's no real time limit when we have to get this complete by uh so i'm you know if you want to give us a, a report next time as homework, uh, that's fine. But if you don't want to talk about it until uh, two episodes from now, at least we can touch back then. So it'll give you a whole month to, you know, because this is a, these are meant to be side games. Essentially, yeah. I don't want them to take over 
you know, any of the more uh, pressing things that you want to play. But it's most definitely because I'm throwing out this personal recommendation. I'm like, you know, it's like when a friend says, hey, dude, watch this movie. I really or read this book. I'm really into, um, you know, give this band a listen. You know, this is most definitely one of those things like you should really play this game, uh, especially since it's older and, you know, you, you didn't get our chance to around the first time, but you know, I, this is something personally that I'm like, give it a shot. So yeah, next I mean, time around, you know. like, like honestly this game, I mean, I don't play it yet and I don't really know what Sifu is going to be like, but this game and Sifu are kind of spiritual siblings seeming, it uh, seems like to me, obviously Sifu is going to be more uh, sci-fi or fantasy involved, but, uh, just kind of the Cantonese and Kung Fu sort of Say, connection. That's racist. Spiritual <laughs> <laughs> siblings just because they're Asian. <laughs> All right, I give up. <laughs> I've been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, God, uh, I, uh, I want to play Sifu so bad too. Um, I actually I didn't play much of a Absolver. I was super bad at it, and so I'm like, this is way too technical for me. But now that it's it's gone from sword play to uh, you know, like kung fu action, I'm like, okay, now I really want to get into it. So yeah, yeah. so uh, it is. It's going to be on Epics. Sifu is going to be on on Epic. It's I, I didn't see. I mean, I'm sure it's on like PlayStation and stuff like that too. But it's coming to Epic first, so I'll probably get that unfortunately uh, that's unfortunate because uh we can't share games on epic i don't think but but we can on you can it's just a little more convoluted but uh you can totally make it work maybe we can make it work then yeah we'll see um but uh yeah i i accept your challenge and i will see how far i get in sleeping dogs uh by next time maybe the time after that we'll see yeah, I say for sure, for sure, we'll bring it up uh, when I host again. So in about a month's time, that'll give you some time to at least, you know, uh, get around to it. Yeah, and I shall present you with a challenge of my own on our next cast. Um, Excellent. Probably touch base with you on what some things that you that I'm not sure if you've played or not, because I know you've you have, you've played a lot more than I have. Um, but I think there's some things that uh, you probably have not done that I can find. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's great. And uh, so now we're going to let you take it away with the news. So a couple, two, two main things of news. Um, The first thing is for Rick and Massive. um, And that is that Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard for just under $70 billion dollars. 68.7 68.7 or something like that. I think it's 68 something billion dollars is what they purchased it for. Um, really, really big acquisition in, in gaming. Uh, just, just colossal, honestly, uh, kind of out of the blue. Um, especially since Activision has been um, in trouble uh, for the past six months and more. Um, like what it's do you, because of them being in trouble, it made it so much easier to buy them. Though I, that's the thing. That's kind of what I was. That's what I was about to say. Is that is like I wonder how much it's like if this would be happening if they're if they hadn't been in so much trouble and you know all the troubles that they've that they've been in. If maybe that brought their their sale price down to something that Microsoft was like, well, we could make a move here. Well, I think it was. Um... Phil Spencer, you know, I thought uh, there was an article or something like that about him essentially 
uh, realizing that there's blood in the water and went ahead and uh, approached, uh, you know, uh, was it Bobby Kotick? Um, Kodak Kodak? I forget now how it's pronounced. Uh, but yeah, approached him and, you know, wanted to see about, you know, now's the time. Plus, uh, Bobby being in such hot water and being like, it's perfect time for him to do the rich man thing and, you know, jump ship uh, and try to get away more or less scot-free. You know, hopefully that's not the case in the end. Uh, but, you know, what's going to happen is generally if you're still atti- attached to the company while this stuff goes down, then you get in trouble. Uh, but then he's, you know, then afterwards, the company then does the thing of, OK, we understand this person's bad. Uh, they're going to get in trouble and we're going to fire them, uh, essentially, or we're, we're getting rid of them. But if he jumps ship beforehand, he's just like he not only gets the paycheck, but he gets to wipe his hands away and try to get off scot free like a like an asshole rich guy. Uh, so, you know, only time will tell if he actually gets his just desserts. But uh, hopefully we get some, you know, he'll have to pay in the end. Uh, yeah, instead of get paid. I mean, I think that he is going to be released uh, once the deal goes through. The deal is not set to happen um, for a while. I think they're saying July 22 through July 23 is when the deal is supposed to be finalized. So it's it's not a done deal yet um, in the strictest sense of the term. Though everybody thinks that it will it will happen, um, I don't think there's any issues with the SEC uh, saying that they can't do it, or if there's any kind of a government block. I don't think it's it's uh, yeah. gonna run into that. Well, that's one of those things that if there was something, if you're trying to hold like the monopoly card over you, like you know, technically you can then look and be like, look at all these. There's there's plenty of um, developers out there because every indie developer would then be classified so then you'd have you know it's it'll be a messy situation if they truly try to um it's part of it is a it's a you know some of it's uh bad because you know more corporations getting or the bigger corporations are only getting bigger by swallowing up um you know the medium to large size fish and like well then you know that only leaves the megacorps and the the you know the small in, indie guys um uh, and you're looking at the amount of money they spend um uh, I mean, Microsoft really does have that fuck you money, like you said earlier, because uh, like the if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, uh, Lucas sold Star Wars for like what four point two? Um, no, Star Wars was for ten. That's right. Uh, Marvel was for four point two, uh, four point two billion uh, for Marvel. I mean, that is not like the biggest, you know uh franchise now period for the most part and then 10 billion for star wars so that's insane i mean the activision blizzard those... is is 70 billion yeah i mean that's so if you look at was it um uh marvel 4.2 billion that's uh 16 times the, that amount yeah. um so yeah it's activision blizzard they that is the biggest like if it's if it's not the biggest it's like it has to be close to, I think it is the biggest um, entertainment, you know, transaction of the, this sort. Yeah. I mean, like those, those acquisitions by Disney um, were quite a while ago now. Uh, so there's, there's some, some inflation going on there, but also just like kind of a, like the thing I would say that is the main difference is that like, those are big franchises and you can make a lot of money with 
Marvel and Star Wars. You you really can. You have toys, you have merchandise, all that stuff. But you still have to shell out money to to make like that merchandise. For Activision Blizzard, you know, they have uh Call of Duty, which I want to talk about in a second, and then Overwatch to a lesser degree, um, some other stuff uh that literally just prints money. Like Call of Duty just prints money. You know, day after day, week after week. Sure, they spend money to make levels and gear and uh, cosmetics and stuff, but they really, you know, it's it's to me. I don't think it's going to be as much as like having to get space for for you know uh, merchandise and moving it around and stuff like that. Um, so, in a way, like it's it's a it is it's kind of surprising that it's that it's a more expensive buy, but when you think about it, like uh, these are just money printing machines. It also does make some, some sense that it would be, uh, it would cost more to just buy a money machine. Um, cause there's less, there's, there's less work that you have to do on, on that end. That's kind of my guessing, but also time has passed and, uh, the prices on this stuff has just gone up and, you know, like Activision Blizzard is a, before all of this mess, they were a perfectly healthy, you know, company um, with a lot of really great stuff going on for them. Um, Marvel, at the time that they were bought, you know, not so much. You know, they had they had a lot of legacy. Comic books, you know, were not doing as great as they used to be. So they were probably kind of cheap for that. And then Star Wars was uh you know hadn't been made in a while and George didn't really want to do much more with it but probably should have sold Star Wars for more than they did but you know I mean that was back in uh 2012 uh when Star Wars was sold like 9 years so, ago well just about 10 years ago now yeah yeah so they um but still it's like even with inflation, it's just like there's it still doesn't compare. Um, yeah, the price has with, just gone up. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, well, uh, that and it's just you know this this last year there's this last well since COVID there seems to be way more uh, of these you know uh, acquisitions happening left and right. Um, so like now that you know the the other part of it is like well uh you can now look forward to a bunch of more stuff coming to game pass yeah <laughs> uh at the same time though uh it's just like okay how long will it take for them to do another tier uh like you know mm. game pass you know plus because you know it didn't take much for nintendo to be like you know it, all it took was some sega games and 64 or whatever to them for nintendo to be like we have you now have to pay more to get this um you know it's like they're but worse about it, is, but yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's also overall cheaper, you know, you know, as as well. But when it comes to uh, Game Pass, I'm like, I think it's going to be, you know, granted this this deal hasn't even finished yet, so uh, you have at least probably another year, and you're safe before um, uh, before prices go up. But when they actually do fully emerge, uh, we'll see. I mean, it depends on how many Xboxes are out in the wild. If you can freely get them on the shelves, you know, and bring them home at any given time, then you know they they might be more quick to pull that trigger. 
uh, because you're already in the ecosystem. But if it's still as scarce as it is now, then they might hold off to try to bait you in and then jack up the price later because that's what I would do. I mean, if you wanted to get more bang for your buck, you know, you 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 taste you know tease it out at a cheap cost. Once everyone's like, "This is great," and then like, "Okay," just like um, Amazon Prime or Netflix, and just slowly start in, you know incrementally re- increasing the prices every couple of years. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's um that's the way to do it. You know, to to because like I, I mean I uh, I pay more now for Netflix than I did when I started. That's for sure, um, and it hasn't even been all that long, really, um, but. Uh, yeah, like now would be the time to stock up if you can on months of of act of a uh, of Game Pass. If you can get like two years of Game Pass bought all at once, now might be the time to do it because uh, once once um, Activision and Blizzard come through uh, with with all their games, they might decide oh this is worth more and we're gonna charge more. Um, so something I didn't think about until I was uh. Uh, reading uh, some stuff about this, about this acquisition is uh, the Call of Duty. Everybody freaking out about what's going to happen with Call of Duty. I don't give a fuck about Call of Duty in the slightest, um, but it is funny to watch people freak out about it because everyone who does care about it is worried about it being taken away from PlayStation. So you've got all of these people who just bought a PlayStation. Some of them waited damn near a year to do it. Um, and uh, now they're going to get their, their call of duty <laughs> snatched away from them. Uh, whatever the, uh, the, the, uh, the acquisition goes through, it'll be a while. Um, I think they said that there's the next three games uh, are contracted with, uh, with Sony. So it'll be, it'll be a good, a, a good chunk of time, but still the, 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 uh, future of call of duty on PlayStation is in doubt for the moment. I think it's just going to, they're going to uh, keep it. Uh, it's going to, it's going to sell more uh, if you have it open to everyone uh, because there's just the ecosystem. There's just so many PlayStations out there uh, to, to cut that off. Uh, you know, you're not going to, you know, you may move a few consoles doing that, but chances are, uh, most of the people already have two two consoles anyways so you're not really going to be making you know by the time by the you know it's like i honestly you know those who want to play call of duty they'll find a way and you're better off just making it available to everyone though because honestly it's it's just the smart move you know you make it available to as many things as possible uh microsoft seems to be wanting to make things available all around everywhere uh, like if they could, um, you know, there's always that rumor going around them. They might try to bring uh, Game Pass to the Switch. You know, that would be really neat. Yeah. Uh, be wild. I mean, but they're oh, streaming to the Switch is such uh such a difficult thing from the um over Wi-Fi. Uh, Digital Foundry just recently did uh has a video up about uh, them testing out the new Kingdom Hearts. Uh because uh, oh, yeah. there's demos and that's streaming only $90 for three games. And they all run like ass apparently. Uh, and then they, they ran, uh, they tested out some other games like, um, uh, was that plague tale or something? And they also did uh control and control was the only one that ran like halfway decent. Mm. Uh, so, it's but you know, yet. 
yeah, they also did Guardians. Guardians was constantly um, uh, glitching for some of the artifacts. Like uh, his Star Lord, the patch on his back leather jacket was in the video was constantly up floating above his head. Uh, it might as well have been a um, a Sims little diamond icon because it was just constantly just floating, like for some reason, just textured above his, you know, floating above his body. So it's not a good. Uh, it's not ready yet to constantly be switching or uh, streaming to the switch. I don't know if it's a limitation on the hardware or just the technology for streaming in general. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, so it'll probably be the uh, next iteration of the switch before they can really think about doing that uh, in a reliably. Reliably. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. Like I, th- I think you're probably right. I think they're probably going to keep call of duty um, on cause it's just such a big game. They're going to keep it uh, on all the consoles Sony might have to pay a little bit more for it. I I would probably do that if I was Microsoft. I'd go, why don't you pay a little bit more for it? And you know, but if I was Sony, um, people were kind of looking to Sony for some reason. I guess because that's how people think. But they were looking to Sony to like have some kind of rebuttal or answer for this. And I, I think that they will, but it'll be a while. But I think that Sony would be wise to begin thinking about what other activision or what other acquisitions they can make to kind of bolster their own um library because it's i mean they're just like companies have to get bigger and i think sony's gonna have to get bigger in order to compete long term with with a microsoft in general but but i think i think i'm on the i'm on the bandwagon of that's not good for us in the end i'm not saying Uh, it's good for us i'm just saying it's like i'm just putting myself in the shoes of sony and microsoft like that's the way they think but as for the gamer yeah i think you're right long term uh this is kind of iffy yeah so i mean the way um the the other thing is people are also looking at microsoft to finally uh try to you know like the what's their next acquisition going to be are they finally going to do that japanese uh buying that they've been you know rumored forever but uh the legality behind you know like trying to be a western company buying a japanese company that's stationed in japan is going to be just uh really difficult there's going to be a lot of hurdles to go through it'd be insane uh, you know, I think uh, Sega would probably be the you know a prime candidate, and that seems to be targeted a lot. Like they should just buy them, or maybe a Nam- Bandai Namco. I'm like, yeah, they could in theory, but once again, it's just uh, how much uh, J- Japan. I don't think the Japanese company, uh, Japan as a whole, would want to give up. The government would want to give up their major, um, some of their major companies to the West, uh, and they would. I think they would try to do their best to block it. Now, if there was like a you know opening a new branch, they've they've never had a problem with that. But to actually fully own a Japanese company and just buy it outright and be you know like it's not America where you can let China own you know you know almost <laughs> the entire nation. Yeah. <laughs> so they, I think they would, I think they would do their their darndest to stop um, Western companies from trying to come in and buy their stuff. Um, how legal that is, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a lawyer and sell that stuff, but I can see them doing their best to stop that. Uh, but on the other hand, uh, on a positive side, other than you know more games coming to Game Pass, uh, no, Call of Duty might start slowing down and ca- coming out with uh, you know less iterations. Um, you know, some of the other companies uh, behind uh, Blizzard Activision might actually get a chance to come out and do some real work. Uh, you know, because 
you know, doing yeah, stuff I, like uh, Tony Hawk and stuff. You know, you can actually come out and make a proper sequel opposed to being like, hey, good job doing this thing. Now go back on the uh, Call of Duty machine, crank that thing. I definitely have not liked, you know, a lot of stuff that's come from Blizzard or Activision in many years. Um, so I am glad that maybe Microsoft will have a little more oversight because I think Microsoft in general makes better decisions as far as the things that I want to play um, than Activision or Blizzard. Uh, so kind of keeping some of the art direction and some of that stuff um, the same is fine, but uh, the way in which it's produced and the, the type of gameplay that they, that they put forward. Um, we'll see what, what, um, what, 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 what Phil Spencer you know, uh, has in store for us and who he hires to, to put in the, in those positions. I imagine it'll kind of, it'll be a slow turning, you know, chip. Uh, but over time probably see some pretty interesting differences. Um, so yeah, that's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else you got on the news? So the only other thing that I want to talk about, I feel like there was something else, but i I, I don't know where it went, but the next most important thing is um, a little story that we've sort of been following a few weeks ago, um, late last year, late 2021. Um, there's a YouTube channel uh, by the name of totally not Mark, um, a British guy that um, reviews, d- does videos on various Toei animation works. He got copyright strikes for some 150 over a hundred videos, um, basically ruining his channel, uh, completely making it where he can't monetize a lot of that stuff. So he went away for like a, for like a month. He just posted a video of just black screen, him talking, saying, I'm going to, I'm not going to fight anymore. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to go away. Um, for uh, until 2022. See you guys later. Um, and then he came back uh, a couple days ago, I think on the 26th, I forget. Uh, but just this week, and he came back and he said, we won, um, sort of. So the, the thing that happened is that, and I'm going to maybe scrub some details here, but Toei did not do copyright um so there's a fine line they did they did not they did not do like copyright infringement tags i forget exactly what it's called they did like a full like they did like a full like dmca takedown or something on each video so they're not allowed to do that according to youtube so what YouTube did is they got in touch with Mark and they said, okay, so here's what's going on. They're not actually allowed to do that according to our terms of service. They have to go through this other stuff. They could have taken your videos down, but they didn't do it right. And so we're going to, uh, and so we're going to ignore everything that they did and put all your videos back up. And we are going to basically make it so that you you mark your videos, your channel is not visible in Japan at all. And, um, so that's a pretty big victory because I mean, Mark's stuff is all in English as it is. He doesn't, he doesn't, um, try to get views in Japan. Uh, but, but basically, 
YouTube decided to side with him on a technicality. There is a way that Toei could have done it in the first place that would have made it so that YouTube would be like, our hands are tied and your your stuff is is all gone. So because it's kind of funny, but like Toei being stupid or silly in the first place and just kind of, well, no, it is stupid because they, they, they struck down a lot of his videos that were not really anything bad. They weren't like, like they were like literally him drawing the character or something like that. Um, so just really silly, uh, thing to try to do. Um, and it was just kind of sort of at random. So by them doing that and them not doing it the right way, uh, he got his channel back, uh, for, for the time being. So they've been kind of calling it a victory. I, I've been seeing some news. that's like, like, you know, YouTuber beats Toei. And I, I understand the desire to want to, um, have a nice headline like that. But to me, it's like he got away with one here. Don't poke the bear. Everybody just, you know, back away slowly and go, okay, you know, we won on a technicality. Just shut up and leave it alone. Don't make Toei actually mad. Cause I think it's, I think it's from, I think it's just some, some intern at Toei that had to do some extra work on a particular week in December. And, that's why his videos got taken down because it was just completely random. So anyway, it's a, it's a nice thing that happened, I guess in the end. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's it, Yeah. It's well, crazy. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, he made, he made money off it and he had employees. So like, you know, congrats on getting, you know, your achievement back because that's a lot of time and effort put into that and just to have it struck down um when it really there was really no need to uh i mean yeah i I can understand if he if he was doing stuff that was you know uh subjectively like negative or hurtful to the company to the bottom line but for the most part it just seemed to come out of nowhere we're gonna make an example of someone and yeah just because we can uh I don't know. My brain thinks that like somewhere along the line, some executives saw their kid watching this video and be like, "Why are you? Why aren't you watching the? Why aren't you watching uh the video? It's like the Japanese version or something, or someone Japanese reviewer. You're watching a Western person talk about. You know, it's like you know what? I'm gonna get rid of them because I'm high enough. <laughs> you know, it's some petty, stupid thing or something like that. You know, it's like you know, uh, yeah. I, I instead of instead of reading the manga, I would rather watch this person talk about it. It's like what? You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it could be could very well be something like that. I think it's it's just sort of inexplicable like like why. But I mean, if if it was me, uh if if I were Mark, I would seriously consider next steps. I mean, I'm sure he has been ever since um he backed away from it, like what they were going to do next. I think he had some I mean, he's been doing some other stuff besides uh, anime and, and, and manga. He was doing some Spider-Man videos um, and de- various movie stuff. If I were him, I would continue on in that direction. You know, sure, keep making your passion project stuff with with, with Toei, but um, if it were me, I would continue to diversify and try to get away from uh, every 
bit of money I make be based on the whims of Toei Animation. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of a nice little thing to happen in the in 2022. Uh, but I'll I'll keep following the story and and if anything else happens, I'll be sure to bring it up. Yeah. All right. Great. Uh, well, uh, that will be it for today's episode. Uh, once again, uh, this is the uh, 10th episode of Another Dead Pixel. Uh, we appreciate you guys sticking around to the end. And, uh, you know, this is my first time hosting in the new year. Uh, so it's a pleasure and I'm looking forward to the rest of this new year. Hopefully uh, with that last article, uh, maybe things might be looking up this time. I mean, we can't hold our breath, can't we? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, See. thanks again. And you guys take it easy. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye.